Hello and welcome to show 72 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yay, 72! Oh, right, alright, let's get this straight. Last week you interrupted me and this week you wait for I didn't like interrupt you five seconds. About. I never interrupt anybody. Oh my god. Can you not just get it right? You know, just like, you know... I'm interrupting! God, he's rubbish. (laughs) Absolutely useless. You know, Um, the number 72 uh, is the Shem Ham Farash related to the number of the names of God. Ah. Well, there's 72 names of God. Is that what you're saying? 72 names of God? Is that what you mean? It's also the ASCII code for H. Ah. Well, you know, I'll sleep better tonight knowing that, I guess. The U.S. Interstate 72 is a freeway that runs from Missouri to Illinois. Look, no, 72 is a very important number. It, Why is that? Because it's the year I was born. There you go, you see. Hey! Your wife was born last week and you yeah. were born this week. My wife was last week and I'm this week, so there you go. Yeah. How about that? Hey, how about this? 72 is the usual par for an 18-hole golf course. Yeah, there you go. Are you supplying? And it's yeah. the number of spaces in a game of Parcheesi. What the hell is Parcheesi? You never played Parcheesi? No. Oh, jeez. Does it involve cheese? <laughs> you have to like, get a moldy piece of Edam or something. How does it work? And nothing to do with cheese. Well, why is it called Parcheesi then? And chess has to do with the letter S. No, it's, it's called Parcheesi. I don't know why word. it's called Parcheesi. It just is. Oh, God. You know, the things that... Where, where do you come up with this stuff from? Have you, have you just like... Do you, I you played Parcheesi all the time growing up. What the hell is there's it a, even? There's an Indian cross-and-circle game called Pecheesi, and they made an American version called Parcheesi. I guess that's not why it's not popular over there. What do you do? What, do, what does he do? It's what? like a board game where you roll the dice and then you go a certain number of spaces. That's it. What, like snakes and ladders? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, except without all them fancy snakes and ladders. Jeez, sounds boring. Well, you're boring. Well, whatever. Um, yeah. So anyway, all I'm, right. Let's introduce yeah, ourselves. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm the daddy as always. Uh, yeah, that's about it, really. Um, and we've also got Duke here. Yeah, Duke. So I can appreciate that. So I, uh, I don't know. I love my country. Maybe that's because I'm white and rich. Uh, but things have been working out for me. Oh, I'm not technically rich, but I do have a lot of shit that I don't need that I refuse to share with others. Yeah, who was that? I'm guessing he's some... Maria Bamford. She's awesome. Uh, I've never heard of her. Well, that's all right. You're, it's, there's plenty of awesome things ahead of you then. Um, yeah, Chini's not here. I guess we should, we should mention this. But don't... Don't loud. I know. Don't get worried, though. He's, he's apparently... Uh, going to join us as we're recording because he, he is busy filming. He's, he's making a film. Making a film, yeah. I believe that when I see it. Yeah, nothing exciting. I get it. it's, it's apparently Aston Villa's last match of the season. And for whatever reason, he, he's filming that, I guess. We, we can quiz him on that when he gets back and find out what the hell he was. Well, what are you talking about? I'm here. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, look, that's getting really old now. <laughs> I <laughs> absolutely 100% disagree. <laughs> My God. I, Go ahead, I, Stuart. <laughs> ask him what he's been playing. What have you been playing, Ginny? What do you want to know what I've been playing? Stu, you just nosy. <laughs> so, Chinny, you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. Oh, God. Oh, man. Uh, that joke never gets old. It does. It gets old. It's old. No man. way. Everyone's ruffling right now. It's, it's old. hilarious. Oh, um, People are, where's my laughter? Oh, here it is. I got it. That's what everyone's doing right now. Is that what everybody is doing? Everybody. Like? This, this very... Touching their sides. This very second. Yeah. Oh, my God. Anyway... Yeah. Anyway, yes. Um, yeah, games and stuff. I guess. Right. I guess. Look, no faffing around this week. We're going to just get straight into it, <laughs> sort of, because I guess we've faffed around for a little bit at the moment. But yeah, we're going to get straight into it because you know it's a big week. There's a big game come out. You know, I'm sure you've been playing it. You, you know, and the dying to tell us all about it. Yeah. Do I ever play a game as soon as it comes out? I know. I know. But I mean, you know, maybe this is different this time, is it not? What do you? Come on. What do you? Th- come on. What? What do you think? Come you on. Now. You mean you've not been playing L.A. Noir? Is that I have what you're not to tell me? L.A. Noir. Have you? Of course. Well, tell us. Yeah, I've, and I um, I got it on the PS3. So I'll, yeah. I'll the PS3. You still haven't learned, huh? <laughs> no, I don't need online, so I'm not too uh, too <laughs> bothered. And it comes on one disc, which is a bit easier and less messing around. Oh yeah, oh, such an ordeal changing out discs. Well, it, it is if your name's Murphy and you spend an hour and a half installing it onto your hard drive first. <laughs> God love us, you know yeah. what I mean. Jeez, that that's really going to the extreme, isn't it? I don't know why he's spending an hour and a half installing things. Well, he, he put it, you put it up and you go do something else. I think like just there and wait. I, I think right. If I'd read somewhere on the internet that it said if you spend an hour and a half installing the disc, it will play them without putting the disc in or having to change them. That's fine, but he doesn't know that for sure. So it'll be interesting uh, to find out if that's the case. I guess. Oh, I'm saying though, I only do it because it's quieter. Yeah, yeah. And it probably loads yeah. faster too, doesn't it? Apparently, apparently. The other right reason I got it on the PS3 is because, um, and Murphy mentioned this himself, apparently there's been quite a few frame rate issues on the 360 version, which um, there's just a, a report come out today saying that they've finally fixed that. They've finally okay. fixed all the issues. Uh, but before we get into L.A. Noir, I'm just talking of the PS3, uh, final update on this, you know, as to where we are with it. Uh, the network is fully up and running again in all in all countries, as far as I'm aware. So it's back online and everything for multiplayer See games. See how long that lasts. Yeah. And, and apparently the store will be back up on the 24th, which is this week coming. I mean, we're recording on Sorry. Sunday. We're recording on Sunday yet again for the benefit of Chini, and he isn't actually here. So there you go at the moment. What a wanker. <laughs> that sounds so funny coming off you. What? Yeah. Well, say it again. I like that. Go on, say it again. No, I'm not a little jukebox. You just tell me what to say, and I say it. I think you should. I think when we've done the show, you should take that out as a soundbite on its own. <laughs> what a wanker! Stuart, my name is George Abdubudguengo. I'm ringing from Apple iTunes. You recently bought a application on your iPod, and we have seemed to have overcharged you. All I need from you is your bank account details and so called and we can wire the monies straight away. <laughs> so funny. Um, hey. But yes, so the 24th, the store's going to be back up. Um, 
there's lots of lots and lots of moaning going on because you know a lot of developers are unhappy because they're saying they're gonna you know bang out all of the store content in two weeks to get it back up to date again you know from the last uh. four weeks or whatever so you know there's a potential that stuff's gonna get lost amongst everything because you know there's gonna be that much content coming out all yeah, it's gonna be a big blitz yeah so they're so they're worried about that yeah anyway moving on Moving on. Okay. Um, yeah, L.A. Noir. Shall we talk about L.A. Noir? You want to? You can talk about L.A. Noir. No. What am I going to talk about it? Yeah. Oh. The cover looks like it's got some yellow letters on it. Oh man, this game is so good. See, here's the thing that I'm nervous about. Oh. A lot of my day is spent like at school. I have to try to figure out if people are lying. Seriously, <laughs> I read the chapter. I I know I turned that in. <laughs> I know I really have to go to the bathroom. So why do I want to go home and then do that more on a video game? And and isn't it going to suck if I can't tell whether they're lying or not? And then I'm like, well, I guess he's not lying. And I let him go, and then he kills somebody. I'm like, oh, great. Okay, it doesn't it doesn't sort of happen like that. Okay, it is the hardest thing, right? Okay, does what this game does really well is the little things. It does lots of little things really, really well. Um, so it's almost is a sum of its parts. Uh, the opening's really really well done and the facial recognition stuff you know the the animation of the faces it it is a bit sort of creepy and sort of cool at the same time it's very valley creepy yeah big time no no uncanny valley creepy it's sort of it is realistic, and the, the the first thing I noticed, and it's it's just a little thing, but it's really weird, is um, characters blinking. You know, when people blink in real life, and you just and you really notice it because it's so sort of natural looking. You know, people blinking yeah. as they're talking to you, and I, and I don't, you don't sort of in in like games normally, it's a bit sort of timed, I guess. I don't know, but or I've just never really noticed it before. But it's just everything. You know, the the way the face moves and lines and creases and. And and it's just the whole thing, you know, it's very, very good. Um, and I do think it's sort of something we're going to see a lot more of moving forward. It's it's a definite game changer uh, because people in the game or characters in the game, so to say, I keep calling them people, but they look so realistic. You know, they do just look like people talking and stuff, you know. And, and I think until you see it, you don't realise how, not badly animated, but how sort of wooden video game yeah. as it's normally look and then you see this and and it, you know even watching the the youtube videos you don't appreciate how detailed it is yeah you know it is extremely detailed um so that's one of the best things about it to begin with but it does lots of other things really really well in addition to that i'm playing in black and white which is really cool what you can play in black. High def TV, so yeah. you can play yeah. in black and white. It's high def black. And oh, for God. high def black and white. <laughs> Look, it's a, it's a neck. Noir, it's I'm going to play it in sepia tone without sound, and instead, when someone talks, it'll just be a little card that's like, "My word, sir, you seem to have forgotten your hat." Oh, that'd be so cool. Oh. <laughs> um, Sake. No, Stuart, it's really. Please stop whining about minor aesthetic details. Oh man, it gets you in the mood and the era and everything, you know. You know, I'm feeling I'm in the era of the game, you know, in the 1940s. Whatever. Uh, yeah, no, it's cool, man. It's it's really really cool. I don't know why you're having uh, giving it a hard time, you know. I'm not. I'm giving you a hard time for why, playing it in black and white. 
to play the whole game in black and white? Do you know how long they spent trying to get the color palettes right and making sure that the lights look good and all the stuff they got to do in terms of making it sophisticated with the colors and you play it in black and white? Yeah, but it's an option in the game. It's it is an it, option uh, in the game. It's also an option to play with the sound off. You could just mute your TV. <laughs> I could do that. It's also an option to play the game with your face. Hey, oh, that's another sound bite I recorded earlier. Yeah. God, how Chini, cool is that? It's too bad Chinny's not here. <laughs> I know, yeah, it's too bad he isn't. Because he'd be loving to hear about this. Jeez. Uh, so, yeah, I'm playing in black and white. Anyway, Chinny, how are oh, you? I'm here. Yeah, I know. How are you, anyway? Yeah, that's another option to play with your feet. Yeah, I could have played with my feet. You could drive a car with your feet, too. Um, Doesn't mean it's a fucking good idea. Right, How anyway, how was the filming, Chinny, before we move, carry on? How was the filming? Welcome, Chinny. Yeah, how you was also it? also have the option to play with your feet. Yeah, we get it. How, how was the filming? How did it go? Hey, can oh, you play with your feet? Yeah, can you yeah, play I with filmed, your feet? I filmed with my feet. <laughs> so did, did they win? Did Aston Villa win? They did. Huh? So it was, good. it was a good result then, I guess, if you're into football. Yeah, well, they, they stayed up in the Premier and Wolves stayed up in the Premier and Birmingham didn't. Ah. Uh, so you were there because they were playing Birmingham, were you? <laughs> were you? No. No? No? No. No. What? They wasn't playing Birmingham. Oh, right, they weren't playing Birmingham. Right, no. okay. So why were you filming Aston Villa then? Why not? Oh, you were just filming it? No, I wasn't. I was, you know, I, I was there officially. Like I, you know, I had a pass and everything. It was just something that I was roped in to do. That's all. All right, fair enough. Anyway, we're talking about La Noir. Only yes. just started. Only just started. Good, so. good. So I've got loads to say there. Have you been? Have you been playing it? Have you got it? Have I got it? Yeah. Yes. Because... Have you been playing it black and white? No. Can I just? Why ask? would anyone do that? Can I just ask? I was watching. I, I went on the other night, and you were playing. Um, you were playing Bullet Storm, and I thought, oh, he mustn't have got it. He must have sort of decided not to get it after all. So, did, when did you get it? I got it Friday. When it right. Came out. Yeah. I have not played it. No. Why? Why? I have not opened it. I'll tell you why. Oh my God! Have you sniffed it? I tell. Yes, I've sniffed it. <laughs> I've, not, I've only sniffed the outer thing, right? So it's not open. It's still sealed, right? Oh, my God. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why, right? Because I'm going to Spain tomorrow. In fact, I'm going to Spain in, like, six hours. So, uh... You don't want to get started and then have to leave it? Exactly, dude. <laughs> exactly. I didn't want to get into oh it. God. And then I go to Spain. And I'm in Seville. And I've got this beautiful weather. And it's amazing. It's, like, one of the hottest places on Earth. And I'm like, I just want to play. I don't know what. I just, I just don't want to do anything else. But, Chinny, so, that wouldn't happen. That would not happen, Chinny. Here's what would happen. Mike, come on. We got to go to the airport. Uh, I, I, I'm sick. I can't go. I'll meet you there. <laughs> I'll meet you there. Um, Chinny, where are you? I'm on the plane. There, no. I'm calling you home. <laughs> I'm in the middle of a hoist. Yeah. <laughs> so it, no, it'd either be that or he'd just completely forget and just be playing the game and get a phone call going, where are I? We're at the airport. Yeah. We're about to get on the yeah, plane. The what are you doing? Pools. Are you coming to Spain? Huh? What? <laughs> Where's, what's huh? Spain? Um... So yeah, so I you just, know what that means, Stu. You can't say anything about the game. Yeah, no, I can because I'm not going to give any. There's tons to talk about outside of any story stuff. So there's plenty to talk about. Um, I was just I started off Ginny, just by saying how good the facial animation stuff is. It's uh, is pretty impressive. Um, right, yeah, I've heard. I've heard. I haven't yeah. heard one bad thing about it. And the YouTube stuff doesn't do it justice until you actually no. play in the game, and then you realise quite how detailed it is. It's, it's very well, you would if you weren't playing it in black and white. No, even in black and white, it looks very cool. I have to say, it does look very cool in black and white. Um, 
<laughs> I can't get over this. Why? Why not? Why not? How much did you pay for that television? You could be playing oh. it on a 1963 RCA okay, looks art good. black and white tube it's TV. Looking, it's looking good in black and this white. This $4,000 this TV was. Well, it sucks. How much did you, would it have cost to get one with color? Can I ask why? Right. This is a silly question. But why do bloody games have subtitles on as default? Well, amen to that, brother. Not, not all the all. Yeah, I had to go into the bloody options and turn them off. And lie. Especially because if yeah. you start on a cutscene, the first cutscene, and they're yeah. on, if you hit start, you skip to the end of the cutscene or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You should be able to, t- it should be off by default. You should It'd pause in the off. middle of a cutscene and turn them on if you want. Absolutely. And I was less like, and especially when it's in like a film type TV show format, I don't want bloody subtitles. You know what I mean? I, obviously, you're not deaf. Yeah, fine if I'm deaf. That's fine. I've no issues with that. But, you, you know. Do a podcast boy, leave the, leave the deaf people alone. No, no, but what I'm saying <laughs> Why? is. They can't hear this. Fuck deaf people. They're listening to this podcast with, like, subtitles coming up. No, right. Well, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is. You, you know, insult my mother. I know. I want to that. Um, there will be a percentage, I'm guessing, of people who are deaf who play on Xbox. Please don't tell her I said that. I don't but, want your but the vast majority of people who play on Xbox 360 or PS3 are not deaf. So what you're saying is it's okay to be racist against deaf people. Well, no, because the option's there to turn deafest. it on if they want to. <laughs> they want deafest. to. They just, I'll see you in a deafest. new life. <laughs> <laughs> they can just turn it on. Um, I suppose you're opposed to the deaf comedy jam, too. Okay, let's let's get into what's well, that, about oh, I am. Okay, let's get into what's good about this game. So apart okay. from the facial stuff, right? What <laughs> the what, graphics are amazing. No, they're not. They're not that. They're not mega impressive. Oh, oh, oh they're not. No. But the, you just got done saying how impressive they are. Oh, how impressive <laughs> the facial animation is. But that's <laughs> different. But that's not graphics. No, but the uh, the environments and stuff are, are standard stock sort of GTA. Okay. Of so the, the, okay. Not like super popular. So, yeah, not it's not super You're so busy popular. watching the people's faces, you don't notice the raindrops on but the, the rest, lights. The rest of the animations are excellent, I've got to say. You know, the way the animations play out. Um, are really good. You know, the movements and everything like that has definitely been refined a lot since GTA. Um, but the, the, the cool things it does are, for instance, you know in GTA you go to your next mission or whatever and there's like a glowing circle on the floor or whatever and you have to trigger it by stepping on it or whatever to, to sort of get the next mission. Just like in real life. Just like in real life. In this, um, basically when you get to where your next mission is, it just goes to like a little mini cutscene of you arriving at the scene of the crime or whatever. So there's none of that. You never ever, you're never taken out of the game. So what if you drive by the place where the mission is, but you don't you intend to start the mission? You can't do. As soon as you get within uh, sort of, you know, a certain distance from where the marker is on the map. Like a mile. Like, I gotta go oh, to the bathroom. Right, we're starting the mission. No, Damn even it. that. It's sort of, with, as, you, as you sort of get level with the marker, it just automatically goes into the cutscene. So, you, you know, you, you're sort of there and it starts. But then even if you start the mission, you can still go off and do other stuff. You know what I mean? You don't have to just sort of... You know, you can do the first bit of the mission, or you can just walk off. Um, <laughs> this man was shot three times in yeah. the air. Where are you going? Yeah, so you can do that. So that's one of the cool little things that it does. Um, the other cool things it does is, like, for instance, if you, you get into, like a, 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 you know, like, a chase on foot, if you're running after someone on foot. And it's, again, the little things. But as, as say they go out of a building, There's right? But yeah, hill tune start playing. Yeah, yeah. And you haven't seen, <laughs> yeah, you might not necessarily seen which way they went. You know, you see them go through the door, but you're not sure which direction they took. 
but you can see them on your little minimap. But as soon as you run out, it automatically turns in the direction that they've gone. So you know where that thing where you sometimes bloody almost like turning in circles, working out which way they've gone. With this, it automatically you know points you in the right direction. So it does that, which is really cool. Um, and then it has like the Brink thing, really. You know, Brink Assassin's Creed. You press one button, and you know any obstacles, ladders, poles, you know drain pipes, whatever. It just it's all contextual. And as soon as you come near to it, it'll automatically sort of either climb it or vault a fence or <laughs> yeah. So you never, you never, it, like the the, the on foot chases feel really fluid, you know, and sort of speedy and and cool. So that's that's really cool as well. I mean, there's, this game does lots of really clever things, um, but the questioning, I guess, is is the strongest thing in the game. You know, when you're doing the questioning with suspects, um, and it is like a cross. I mean, the best the best um, comparison is it like a CSI game or a Phoenix Wright, I guess. You know, if you played Phoenix Wright on the DS, it's pretty much what it is. You know, Phoenix Wright with gunfights. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is. That is exactly how it works. Um, so you'll be questioning a suspect. You'll have like questions in your notebook which you have to ask them. So you ask your question, and then you have to decide whether they're telling the truth, telling you a lie, or you, you can doubt what they're saying to you. So you're not outright accusing them of lying, do but the, you can. Do all the lawyers look like lady boys? No, no, so no, they don't. At all. <laughs> no, no. Hit him in the face. No, they don't. I know you're lying. Um, but there is... what you, you said last week, dude. That's the one thing that you didn't want. <laughs> no, I know. I'm saying, like, I'm no, glad they're... they're staying away from that. Yeah, no, there is none of that. Although the first woman I questioned, the first witness that I questioned, right, I got it completely wrong and I made a right cock above it, right? And I doubted her, right? And then he's like, he was like really horrible to her. And then she wouldn't talk to me anymore. And I had to like, and that was the end of the questioning because she wouldn't talk. <laughs> I was just like, dough. Um, but what I really like about it, when you're questioning someone, you have to look in your notebook at all the evidence that you've collected, you know, like around the crime scenes and stuff to see if you, especially if you accuse them of lying, you've got to have something to back it up with. You know, you've got to present the evidence that proves that the lying. What? You need proof to accuse yeah. someone of lying? What is Wait, that about? You need evidence. I know. I know. Crack them. You just sprinkle some crack on them and then you go. <laughs> That's, That's it. But what's cool is you can sort of look up from your notebook while you're looking at the evidence. So you can sort of glance up at them. Uh, uh, evidence. Uh, let's see. Yeah. What I'm gonna do. yeah. Uh, I'm and you glance up. up. The killer had grey hair. Oh, you've got brown. Right. Wow. And the. Uh, when you when you look up, the look on their faces sometimes is really funny because, you know, it does capture that, you know, they're not, they didn't know you were going to look at them sort of look, you know, and they're looking really shifty. Um, but it works. It works really, really well. And it's not going to be for everyone, this game, because you can only get your gun out if you're chasing somebody. You, you can't do the indiscriminate funny enough, shoot. Stu, funny enough, who I, one of the people that I filmed with uh, has been playing L.A. Noire. In fact, yeah, yeah. Them have. Yeah. Um, and, and as soon as they mentioned that, you went, shut up, shut up, don't tell me anything about it. Punched him in the face and said, fuck off. <laughs> um, no, I said, you know, hey, what do you think of it? And they're, you know, typical gamers. Like, Ooh. But like, they, they did play a lot of different games, I'll give them that. And uh, he said, um, oh, yeah, it's great, it's brilliant, it's, 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 it's brilliant, but you don't get your gun out. Don't, it's not, it's, there's no action in it. It's not, it's not an action game. He was, he was trying to tell me about it. I was like, listen, son. <laughs> right? I know. And, no uh, so, but it's great, it's he said, he said, it's great, it's like CSI, but like, not CSI. It's, oh, it's brilliant. And so he really liked it. Yeah, um, I mean, it, interestingly... I, I, I don't know, I think, it, I think this game is going to resonate with some people that you might not think... I don't, I don't know. Interestingly, I've been playing it for about seven hours now. 
So I've played about seven hours of the game, and I have killed fifty-eight people. Uh, oh my so God. you, so you do get Was that out, a gun? Yeah, well, you, <laughs> no, like no, you do get your gun out. You do get your gun out at certain times. Well, enough to kill fifty-eight people, basically. Apparently, um, you can't run anyone over. It does like you know the old driver thing where people. Oh, I love that! Away. I love that. So it does that. So you oh, need. So it doesn't matter how bad you drive. Well, sort of. You'll you'll sort of drive along. I'm assuming you, if you tried hard enough, you could maybe run yeah. someone over. But on the whole, they they will dive out. The way so, the... Look, I remember driving one. I tried so long to kill somebody with a car, and I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I don't know how good it is, but at the moment I haven't managed to kill any pedestrians. I've nearly killed some a few times, but they always oh, do. I did that on the way here, on the way back from the villa. But <laughs> I, I killed about three people. Gran, one was a gran, bless her. She was old. No one, no one's gonna miss her. But um, yeah. But uh, you know, one of the coolest yeah. things about it is. One of the coolest things. What's the coolest thing? You can drive like a maniac and you don't end up with like a four-star rating and all the coppers are chasing you down. I am the fucking... You are. So you can drive however you want, crashing into cars and what ends up, unfortunately, at the end, you get a report for every case. So if you've crashed your car a lot or Uh been in trouble... Um, basically, you sort of have to pay for the damage to the car and damage to the city. So if you've not... Is it like after a round of Devil May Cry and it's like, you got yeah. a grade of C? Yeah. It's exactly, out of five stars, what? it is exactly like that. <laughs> exactly. But what's also cool about the report you get at the end, if you've missed something, it tells you, it, well, it doesn't tell you outright, but it gives you a clue to what you might have missed. Uh-huh. So like on one of the cases, there was a, a like one of the areas that I didn't go back to because I didn't need to. But it, then he said, if you'd have gone back to the bar, you might have found out what they were so worried about. You know, so he also hints at, like, you've missed something quite important there, but it didn't matter to your case, but you could have got a bit more backstory or whatever. So that's, so that's pretty cool. The cases so far have been pretty varied. Are they uh, interested? Yeah, the, 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 main, the main story cases so far have been pretty good. I've been really impressed with them. You know, they're, they're varied enough. They're, I'm just starting. I'm about seven hours in, and I'm just starting to see the overarching story. At, the, at first, it seemed a bit disjointed because um, it didn't seem to be anything linking anything together, apart from there's something that you find at quite a few of the crime scenes that fill in a backstory which I think is linked to the overarching story which sounds a bit weird but you'll understand when you play the game um, so I'm just starting to see that now you know I'm just starting to get a picture of what's potentially happening maybe and I've got a theory already but I'm probably completely wrong hmm. of what the main overarching story is and it fills in his backstory as well which is quite cool you know in the army and everything so that's really good um, but it's, it's it's very good, you know. I can't I can't really say enough about it. It's very excellent. It's very engrossing. Um, I have got a criticism, um, and it's only a small one. It's not only small, enough. but I'm keeping it real, man. I'm keeping it real, right? Not okay. good enough. Yeah, I'm keeping it real. Hollywood, right? Must be the highest crime rate city in the whole goddamn world, right? Mm-hmm. Because. On the way, there's no word of a lie, right? So, and the, and the map is massive. It takes a long time to drive around this city. It's huge, right? Um, but basically, you sort of you could be driving along, right, to wherever your main thing is, and you know you get these like calls in, you know, to do your side quest. You know, it'll say uh, there's a ten four on precinct whatever or on road whatever. You go and you know officers needed to assist in the vicinity, right? Yeah. Blah blah blah. So you press your X button, right, to accept it, right? It's at the exact opposite side of the map to where the hell you are. And it's like, why? I'm not even in the vicinity. 
I'm oh, like, yeah, that's, I yeah. couldn't oh, criminals. Can you can you at least just do crime? have some respect, oh, criminals? Do the crime near where we are. What I would have liked to have seen is if they were doing that to at least have it within a few blocks of wherever you are on the map, not something. Because it, it, what I end up doing is right, stopping the car, right. And then holding the triangle button so that your partner drives, so that I fast travel there rather than having to drive all the way. But it's a pain in the ass having to stop the car just to do that. You know what I mean? I'm just like, what? what? So that that's it. But that is minor. And no, but also like on the way to one main objective, you might that might happen three times. So you get three side quests in one drive. Yeah. Now are these like? Random side quests? Or yeah, are they done? it's a bit annoying in the in the sense of, you know, like the phone calls you used to get all the time in GTA 4? Yeah. It's a bit like that, annoying. You know, I don't mind yeah. one per drive, but when you're getting like two and three in the say, and you still haven't got to your main objective, right? That's just like... And then you don't want to not do them because there's like 40 of them to do, and like I've done about 16 of them now. Um, and they're all quite repetitive. I've not been that impressed with them either. They're all pretty samey. It's either a bank hold-up, the hold-up of a shop, or somebody being taken hostage. Or the, the only different one I had was someone trying to commit suicide. But the, the, the vast majority have all been was pretty simple. policeman sim- doing all these side quests? It's, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> I've had enough. Yeah. So they're all a bit samey as well. You know what I mean? I'd rather them not be quite as often. And, and be a bit more varied. They're, they're all a bit similar. Um, so I've not been that impressed with it. They, they remind me quite a lot of, you know, in, in Red Dead Redemption, you know, when you're just dri- riding along the road and you'll just get some weird mini side quest or whatever. Mm. And some of them are really short. So you'll drive all that way and then you'll chase someone for about a minute, shoot them, and that's the end of it. And you're just like, is that it? I drove all this way. John, for John from, you know, the... Other headquarters could have done that. Not yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But... Uh, hey, Stu, I've got to go for like five minutes, ten minutes. What, right now? Yeah, I've got to go. I'll be back. Okay. Keep the podcast going. It's okay. a crazy podcast this week. It is I've got to go. Easy. I have to go, but I will be back. Don't worry. Okay, then. And what should I do? Should, do I hang up? Yeah, you just... Does that end your call? Yeah, no, no, you just hang up. I'll okay. okay. When You're not tuned, the only everyone. thing in this call. Ooh. Where are we going? It's a mystery. And don't forget, the most important thing lesson you'll ever learn is to... Yeah, he's gone. There you go. What's all that oh, about? Oh, now I will never know what the most now important never thing know. is. Um, but that is a very minor gripe in the, in the scheme of the game. Duke, yes. I think you would like this. It's, uh, it's an interesting game. I'll and get it, it at some point. I just, and I'm not does, really all that bothered right now. It does way better what sort of Heavy Rain tried to do. Well, it couldn't do it worse. It couldn't. And like I say, the story, the voice acting is just brilliant in place. I wonder if that's part of why I'm not excited for this game. I'm like, it's going to bring back too many bad memories. No, it, it's Rain. nothing like Heavy Rain, really. You know, there's nothing. Except you just compared it to it. No, but he's, he's trying to do that same detective sort of I know, I science, know, I know. You know, it's a, it's a similar concept, but no, I know. much better. This is to Heavy Rain what Red Dead is to Gun or something? Yes, pretty much, I would say that. The final thing is, and this this is the one thing I guess that might, uh, a lot of people will find interesting with this game. The the fist fighting is very rudimentary, so when you do have a fight, it's fairly easy to win, you know, you're not, there's no challenge in it. Um, And the same with the gunfights, to be honest with you, it is not difficult to sort of take people down with the gun, because it does auto-aim. I'm not going for that, it's not about the fighting. Definitely not, and that's what I was going to say, it's it, you, you cannot fail in this game. My wife could play this game and finish it. And so the what reason you're is your wife sucks at games. No, no, 
the reason that is, right, this is this is the other thing he does, which I only realised when I got killed three times during one of the missions, because um, uh, I didn't realise where a shooter was and got killed in the same place, and then he dawned on me where he was. But anyway, that's incidental. Uh, but when... <laughs> When you get killed three times, it asks you, do you want to skip the action sequence and go back to the investigation? That's interesting. So it actually lets you skip the shootouts and stuff if you can't do them. Yeah. So my wife, if she were playing it, and she would still get to the end of the game just by skipping all the action stuff if she couldn't do it. Oh, there you go. So, And I, and I don't think um, a Rockstar game has ever done that before, you know? I don't think so. And it auto-saves nearly all the time, so there's never that issue, you know, with, with especially with the old Rockstar games, with GTA 4, and I'm guessing before that, where there was like one save point in a massive mission. Yeah. Uh, there's none of that. It, it, it auto-saves on a really regular basis. Good. So, yeah, so there's no issues with any of that sort of stuff either. Um you can't really do so much crazy stuff in this game like you used to be able to, obviously, in the other Rockstar games. But I have done a few interesting things. Like, for instance, I, I have a habit of uh, nicking the coroner's van every time I go to a crime scene because it's just funny. Um, not for the coroner, it's not funny. No. He's stuck there. Hey, bring my van back. You, <laughs> you don't jerk. get in trouble or nothing, so you're just driving around the city in the coroner's van for whatever. coroner. I know. So it does allow you to do some silly stuff, I'm you know. Uh, I know. Uh, but not so much. It, 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 uh, what I like, I mean, and you know, this is one of the things I think Rockstar are doing really well now. Is they they are definitely shifting away from the GTA type game. You know, well, that, until they do another GTA game. Well, I wondered this. You know, I mean, I think with with GTA Four, they tried to make it more serious than you know, definitely than than San Andreas. You know, they were going more for a a serious storyline. You know, in that game, even though you could still do all the other stuff. Yeah. You know, and they did take out a lot of the, you know, like getting energy for sleeping with prostitutes and all that sort of stuff was taken yeah, out. Yeah, they took that out of San Andreas. Did they? Is that prior to that? And I guess, yeah. I guess each but game. But I mean, you know, yeah, they were on the way toward that, you know, more yeah. mature storytelling driven type thing. You know, I and think I'm, that's true. Yeah, and I think with Red Dead we saw this, you know, even more of a shift forward. Yeah. And I think yeah. with this again, and, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, the. Uh, some of the, the the actual main story quests, you know, or the cases, uh, some of them are pretty near the knuckle. I mean, there was there's one involving paedophilia, which I had to, you know, complete. So, so here's the question then: You said you can't lose. Yeah, there's got to be a way to lose something. Right? You can't I mean, lose. You cannot lose. So you, you can't like get the. You can't solve the. Case you will wrong or nope. Yeah, even if right, even so where's if, the game part coming? Well, this is what a lot of people are sort of complaining about. I guess really? it's, it's, it, oh, I guess the the game part comes into doing each case as well as it can be done. You know, getting all the questioning right, finding all the clues and the evidence in in each crime scene. Huh. Uh, and the prompting stuff works really well. You know, as you're sort of moving around, you'll feel a little vibration when you're near something that's a clue. But sometimes it could just be a glass or something that has nothing to do with anything. Um, but that works really, really well. And then you get it all in your notebook. And so it, would you call this more of an interactive movie than a game? In, uh, sort of, I guess. And if not, why not? Well, it is. No, I, I guess it would be. I guess huh. it would be. I guess the more, interestingly, the more gameplay stuff comes into play with the little side missions, the shootouts and stuff like that, if you want that yeah. sort of thing. So you uh, lose those. Yeah. Yeah, well, you but can, they don't yeah. really matter. That's the only time you can, you can truly be killed, 
really is in a shootout or something like that. But even then, it just puts you back to, you know, it's not like... Oh, it's your last save. You see, oh, sure. but there's no penalties, right? Okay, in GTA well, 4, if you got killed during a shootout or a chase or whatever, you lost all the weapons you had and, yeah. you, and some of your money. Yeah. So you sort of in this, there is no penalty for being killed. Yeah. You know, apart from it'll put you around the corner and you can just play it again. Mm. Um, and if you get all the questioning wrong, right, you just get another lead. So it'll, you'll just have to go and do another thing that you didn't do. So if you get the questioning right, you might finish the case there. If you get it wrong, then you might have to do another thing, you know, and go and investigate another scene or another flat or apartment or whatever. Um, or you might end up just having to arrest someone who didn't do the crime just to close the case. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. So it's all, well, it's 1940s. That's what they did. You've got to hang it on someone, even if you don't know who it is. Um, so, yeah, so there's some of that. But up to now, I've been doing fairly... I've been getting around about four stars for most cases. So I'm yeah. I'm doing all right with me questioning and me presenting evidence and such like. And as always, with all Rockstar games, there's some great stats, you know, there and everything. Yeah. Um, and also, it has a log, which is really cool. So you get a log. Uh, so if you've talked to anyone, everything you've said to them will be in the log. So if you can't remember what someone said, you can go back to the log. Mm, and have That's nice. So See, that's, that's one thing I think these games have really done well is that, you know, once upon a time, you had things being told to you and missions you were on and all this stuff, and it was really hard to keep track of it all. But lately, they, they've all done a good job of sort of, you know, helping you keep track of it. What it, feel, what it feels like, you know, and I want to finish up because we've been, I've been talking for quite a while about it, I guess, but... Yeah. What it feels like is that everything that's been good with Rockstar Games, they've taken and refined and made better in this. You know, every yeah. you know every little bit of, you know, like the fact there's no cutscenes, like the fact that there's no loading screens. You know, there is no loading screens in the game. Mm. So you're never taken out of the game at all. Yeah. You know, the only thing you're going to see are these little cutscenes in between missions and stuff. The only time you get a loading screen is when you've closed a case. Yeah. You know, you get your closed case screen, but they, even then you don't really. You just, when you press X, when you've looked at your stats and stuff, it just, the next case just starts. You know what I mean? So yeah. there's never, there's never what you would call a traditional loading screen in the entire game. Right. Um, and, and it just works. I mean, it, it is probably, you know, potential, I would say, game of the year for definite, you know, and I'm really enjoying it so far. And there is some replayability because obviously there's cases I'll go back and have another go at that I didn't do so well or I didn't get the questioning right on them and see what mm. the differences it makes. So, but that's it. I'm not going to talk any more about LA Noir apart from to say just you know if you haven't got it already, go and either get it or rent it or play it. You know because it is it is a very impressive game. It's really well, good. All right. So there you go. So you better get it, Duke. Eh, there you go. Eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Um. The other thing I've been playing, I'm not going to talk about it too much because I've got a special show lined up for this. <gasps> oh, I know. Uh, is Dead Space 2. I've finished. I've got Dead Space 2. Yay! Uh, only thing I'm going to say is really enjoyed the game. Had a bit of a mm, so-so boss fight at the end. You know, well, I wasn't blown away, I've got to say, with the, the actual boss fight, but I liked the ending. I yeah. liked the story ending. Yeah. wasn't too impressed with it but I'm, I'm much preferring games these days that just have like a almost like a running boss fight towards the end you know what i mean like a challenge towards the end but it isn't just any one thing mm, yeah. it's just like a, a multiple which you get some of that as well and i thought right. oh this is gonna be all right and then it's just some weird bit of a weird boss anyway i'll talk about that more on the on a special show that i'm going to do be doing with steve conger uh-huh. uh, so we're going to we're, we're finally going to get a room 
and talk, hey, hey. talk all things Dead Space. So that's yeah. uh, I'll be recording that next week. So it should be out yeah. the next week as, a, as a Wednesday show. Oh yeah. Too much of anything is not good for you, baby. Yeah. There you go. So I'll be there getting you go. Steve, and we'll be talking all things Dead Space because I think we've both pretty much exhausted everything there is to do with Dead Space. So uh, yes. So we're going to do that. Um, and then the, the the final thing I've been playing, there's been an update uh, for Infinity Blade on the, <gasps> on the iPhone, iPod Touch, whatever you've got it on, uh, which adds in multiplayer. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yep. So you get to play as a Titan or a Knight in the game, and you, oh it's, pretty much, it's pretty much Street Fighter with Knights and Titans, I guess. Yeah. That's pretty much how you can describe it. Um it's not the best of connections, I have to say. I've I've had maybe got about two or three games in, and quite a lot of time it won't connect. It's not it's not brilliant so far. I've got to say it's not connected. Uh, I'm playing as a knight. I'm fine, but I'm really struggling to get my head around the Titan because they've completely changed the controls for the Titan. Mm-hmm. So you can either, you can set it to do a fast attack or a slow attack, but causes more damage, and there's no real defense thing because you get you because obviously if you play Infinity Blade, you're really used to the way the controls work and everything in the game. Oh yeah, and obviously when you play as a tie, it's a bit I guess like when you're playing one of the infected in you know in. Uh, Mm. you know left for, uh, left for dead yeah and, and getting used to the controls of the infected it's a little bit like that but i'm gonna stick with it because it's i've had quite a lot and they've also put a survival mode in so you just you know fight titan after titan until you die and you can just you get money each time you win a round and then you can upgrade all your you know either your weapons or your armor or your shield and mm. until you get killed until you run out of energy basically um, and it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I mean, Infinity Blade is great anyway. But um, I'll I'll put some more and give some more feedback once I've uh, put some more time in. I could do it if anyone's listening, right? You're on the you're on Game Room or whatever the hell it is on the iPhone. The the sort of the version of Xbox Live. I've only got one friend on there, so send me a friend request. And it's Big Daddy Blast. I am on there. Send me a friend request. And if we've got Infinity Blade, we'll play some multiplayer together. How about that? Um, and that's it for me. So that's it for me. L.A. Noir, Dead Space 2, and not much else. So what have you been up to, Duke? What have I been up to? Uh, I've been playing uh, Portal 2 again. I was for, I played, you know, Chinny and I finished the co-op, which is great. And uh, definitely recommend that to everybody. Especially like Skullduggery, you should totally play the co-op. And I recommend playing with, oh wait, Chinny already played it. Um, is that, yeah, so, wait, a minute, wait, wait, wait a minute here now. Uh, wasn't Skullduggery meant to be playing with Chinny originally? Yeah, yeah, but then he was too slow, so I jumped in and gave oh. Chinny what he needed. So what you're saying is he dumped Skullduggery for you? That- yeah, because Skullduggery was acting all whatever. Oh. So, of course he's going to come to me. I can give him what he wants. That poor guy. I feel really sorry whatever. for him now, being dumped for you. He needs to put his priorities right. I don't know. Love anyway, it. so that made me want to play Portal 2 again, so I started playing it again. And, uh, yeah, it's awesome. We don't need to talk are about you, that. Are you finding any more, though, playing it through more than once? Are you finding things or seeing things you didn't see the first two times through? Yeah, there was something I noticed this time that I hadn't noticed the first time. I don't remember what it was. So it must have been, no, it must not have been that memorable, but uh, whatever. Um, I've been playing a lot of Homefront multiplayer. That is a sweet game. I'm loving the multiplayer on that. So is it working all right now? There's no issues or anything with yeah, it? I'm not having any issues. Because there were a lot. I'm guessing they fixed it when with because they did do an update, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, that's a lot of games do updates on multiplayer because it sucks at first and then they fix it. Um, yeah, 
And then I started playing the single player campaign. Okay. <laughs> I <laughs> it is okay. I Red Dawn was a dumb story, okay? Yep. Pretty I mean, much. Let's be honest. It was a quintessential Reagan wet dream about okay, Russians are gonna come and try to take over the United States and the thing about Red Dawn yeah, and was Patrick Swayze's gonna save us. There you yeah, go. Yeah, well. But you know, they're in where were they? They were in like North Dakota or something? I have no idea. It's a long time since I've seen that film. The freaking Russians send like seven tanks to this tiny little town in the middle of nowhere. Why would they do that? That doesn't make any sense. We need these tanks to secure Washington, D.C. No, there's some football team in North Dakota that's causing us trouble. Send seven tanks. So anyway, I'm I'm playing Homefront. I'm watching that like intro movie thing, right? The yeah. first cuts. The first cut seems like ten minutes, and it's all this stuff about how it came about that North Korea has taken over the U.S. and none of it makes any sense. North Korea takes over Japan. What are you talking about? First of all, North Korea is not taking over anything. Why? Because they have no money. They have no food to feed their soldiers with. They couldn't take over South Korea if they wanted to. It's ridiculous. And then they start in with the bird flu continues to spread. Like that has anything to do with anything? And then they're like. There was three minutes of nonsense before the game. I mean, I'm writing all these notes, like these ludicrous, paranoid fantasies we have. And then it goes, the U.S. military is isolated and scattered. What is that? Why on earth would the U.S. military be isolated and scattered? The whole well, reason they wouldn't, the internet they wouldn't be created all... is in order to keep us from being isolated and scattered. They're all in Afghanistan. So they, oh, they wouldn't even be in America, would they? <laughs> but it's like 70 years in the future. It's totally ridiculous. They'd probably still be in Afghanistan then. They're taking you through this Protecting city where you're oil. being like, what? <laughs> well, that's what they're doing at the moment, isn't it? The American army, they're protecting oil in Afghanistan and Iraq and places no, like no, no, that. No, we're protecting the innocent people. Yeah, whatever. Protecting and we occasionally drop bombs on wedding parties. Yeah, anyway. only worried about your petrol prices going up or gas prices. Anyway. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> That's so they're, they're taking you through the town. That's they're just killing women on the street for some reason, which doesn't. I, I'm like, what? Why are they doing that? And then they, you pass, and it's like these soldiers standing around. And then there's this big crane with a laser on it, and it doesn't appear to be doing anything. And you're like, what is that laser there for? That doesn't make any sense. And then this truck slams into our bus. There's a guard with like three kinds of body armor on. He's knocked unconscious, but I'm wearing a pair of blue jeans. I'm fine. That makes a lot of sense. And then you're running through these houses and there's all these people who apparently are not involved in the resistance. And someone's like, what's wrong with these people? Why aren't they fighting back? It's like, yeah, stupid people who aren't fighting against the North Korean occupation. Ridiculous. And then you're in the middle of this firefight and this woman's in the house. and She's like, don't hurt my baby. It's just so stupid. Like she would be saying that. Like there's anything you can do. Like, oh, guys, make sure not to hurt the baby, okay? And then the baby's crying, and someone goes, "Shut that baby up." Do you know? Of I, course, I really it's think it's very easy to do that in the middle of a firefight, and that would be your number one concern. It's just. So do you know what? Do you know what? I really think you should stick to multiplayer games. I should because, stick to multiplayer. Because whenever you play a single player game with a story, all you want to do is rip it apart. <laughs> oh, a stupid story is what I rip it's apart. Stupid, but like, you know, if you didn't play the game, you wouldn't have to get angry about it being so. Well, I'm saying though, I paid for it. <laughs> oh, and I bought Homefront too, by the way. Oh, did you? Did you? Yeah. So, have you, is, uh, there, is there enough people on your friends list playing that? To keep- nobody's on my friends list playing it. But see, that's the thing. I realize that 
Brink is good to have because people on my friends list are playing it, and I have played a little bit of that. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it's good to have a multiplayer game that you can play and is fun, and you can actually have some social conversation, even if nobody you know is playing it. And that's the great thing about Homefront is you have like 16 people on your team. You can talk to everybody, and it's nice because I can go on and, you know, like, hey, there's someone taking B. And, like, you have people actually sort of talking a little bit because you can, not like on Battlefield or whatever. So it's good for that, you know, those times when I don't really feel like uh, – or, you know, no one's playing anything. Like everyone's doing, you know, Last FM or, you know, L.A. Noir or whatever. And I just want to be like, oh, I'm going to play a few rounds of something. Homefront's a really good fit for that. How are you getting into Bring now? Have you played some more of that? Not much. Uh, have, you done have you done the challenges? Did you do the challenges? Did you do the challenges? I don't care. Because everybody's saying, and we'll get to that because we've got an email regarding this, but everybody's saying if you do the challenges, it makes the whole game make just so much more sense because it's it's not only challenges, but it's a tutorial as well to teach you how to play the game right. Whatever. I, I don't. I, to be honest, I'm not even bothered with Brink these days. Like, if somebody's playing it, I'll jump in. <laughs> Make it sound like you've had it for like months and months. It's like a week. <laughs> yeah, well, a, like week a week is a month. Um, yeah. Interestingly, before I forget, because I'll I just remember this. Um, on one, somebody's uh, Facebook had, had updated, you know, with someone who was playing L.A. Noir, and yes. it's given total hours played by everybody on Raptor. Uh-huh. and it's it's already up to 200,000 hours in, oh my in whatever however many days by all and that's only Raptor users so it's only Raptor users who have that game have already put 200,000 hours in yes. uh, and I'm not oh. sure whether that only applies to 360 because I don't think it measures PS3 stats on there it doesn't it uh, I don't know. so that's just on 360 Raptor users is 200,000 hours already collectively Crazy. collectively in, a, in less than a week Less than a week, so that's a hell of a lot, isn't it? Yes. Um, so anything else have you been playing? Nope, that's uh, it. Well, that's good because we've, we've already, well, I've rambled on for a long time, I guess, about that's LA right. Noir, you know, telling how great that game is. Just make sure you get it. You know, can't say any more than that. It's just brilliant. Anyway, um, yeah, so I guess at this point we do need to do uh, Vlados. Yeah, Vlados. So there we go. Oh, let's, yeah. Let's listen to that. Is Chinny back yet? No, no sign of him. Oh, what are you talking about? I'm here. Yeah, I'll bring him back in when he arrives. Don't worry, I'm what keeping an eye out. What a loser. I'm keeping an eye out for him. All right, here we go with Vladis. Indie Game Review. Review. What up, folk? Vladis here, filling your ear up with indie game goodness. This week we're hitting you with Laser Cat, a cute little pixelated platform game that has more in common with Pitfall and the classic Atari game Dungeon than anything more recent. Remember Dungeon? With that crazy duck thing? I don't know who the developer is, but they're obviously British, because the game references Pound Sterling, and no one in the US cares about that. The graphics are very basic, but the controls are fluid and there's quite a wide variety of enemies. The screens move up and down, left and right, one screen at a time. The sound is crisp and everything feels way retro. So get your ADX box points and have some fun trying to save the owl, or whatever the story is. Now if you'll excuse me, I'm going to dig out my old Atari and take on that stupid duck monster thing. Vlados out. There you go, there you go. Oh yeah. I wanna get this freaking duck away from me! There you go. Classic stuff. Um, okay, Laser Cat. 
Laser. Uh, cat Laser. What do you reckon then? Uh, it was cute. It uh, it worked well. The controls were all good, and you know it, it, they had warping. You can go from one screen to another screen, like five screens away, and uh, the sound was good, and everything Vlada said is true. I just uh, I don't know. Me and platformers these days, I'm just not interested. So it was fine. I just didn't really. I couldn't get into it, and uh, I don't know. I kind of quit after about ten or twelve screens. Yeah, so. it's it's a bit of a. I like it because it it takes me back to those old, you know, manic minor jet set willy type games of yesteryear, yeah. you know, from the old ZX Spectrum. So I liked it for that. Um, yeah. But it's been modernized, so it's like a modern. If if you made one of those games now, which this is obviously what it is, this is what it would be. You know, it's yeah. jet set willy made now. Um, and I like it, and I, I think it's it's got a lot of you know in common with sort of stuff like M plus. You know, it, it isn't it is not an easy game to play. You know, it's it is definitely one of those games that can um, that, that will really screw you over. Yes, you know what I mean. It's sort of it isn't for the faint hearted. You know, it's sort of yeah. Well, it's 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 rough because it's it's brutal in the same way that like the old classic games are brutal because yeah. it's all about like okay so here's this you know uh set of five things going up and down and you make it through three of them and you touch one and, blah, and you're back yeah in the yeah and it's man. all like dude i like that though that's you know that's sort of like super meat boy cat. yeah yes i'm back by the way i know yeah, yeah that was seamless it was back? like you're right? never away i do can't follow you in talking about it no, just we'll started. Go ahead. All right. You, now you got you carry on. You carry on. I've said everything I need I mean, to say. I mean, said pretty much what he wanted to say. So it's perfect timing for you to say what you think. It's it's shit. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you why. <laughs> oh, tell us why. Can't wait to hear this. The platforming works well as as a platformer. It kind of feels right. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. But yeah. it's it's shit. Like ah, oh, just go away. Like with the with the dying <laughs> and the uh, with the dying and the, oh, that sound like a oi like a Jewish person. With the and the thing and, and the stuff, the <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just I, 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 with Super Meat Boy, it's so fast and the it, you, you restart so quickly. And I suppose you're doing this, but it's just a bit, it, it, this is a really slow game, right? It's a slow yeah. platformer, and compared to Super Meat Boy or N Plus, where it's like it's all about speed and it's amount. always about N Plus, Chinny. Every time you talk about anything, it comes back to N Plus. Yeah. L.A. Noir is a lot like M+, Plus <laughs> in the fact that the animation is great, and you can play it in black and white, right? Um, you know, but I, I just think that it, it, it kind of... I, the way What's going on with the way the cat walks? What's the hell? I don't know. It's, it's tilted back. back. It's like laid back. It's a laid back cat. Yeah, so... I, See, I, I liked it, but then I think I that's... Didn't really, I didn't really like it. And, and you switch it on, you start it, text. That's the cat, man. Laid back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Just chilling, walking from the street to street. I'm a cat. I'm laid back. Um, you know, and look, you, you start the game. Text, 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 text. Yeah. What? I just want to be a cat. Hard to read, like old school Atari yeah. text. It's I authentic. Just want to be like Bulletstorm. If you're gonna give me a crappy story, why bother? Because <laughs> I just don't care. Yeah. Uh, what do you like? I mean, it's interesting for me because I'm sort of, you know, I was just saying it reminded me of Jet Set, Willy and Manic Miner, you know, back in the day on the on the ZX Spectrum. So, you know, that's what I liked about it. I guess that's what sort of made Looking me... Looking on the bright side of everything. Yeah, always, always. Recently? Have you played those games recently? I actually have, to be honest. 
uh, because there's a there's a Spectrum emulator and it's only probably well recently probably about a couple of months back I was uh, just hell of a drug. I know I was having to leaf through all the games and I did play Jet Set Willy again and that game is brutal man kills you every two seconds it's horrible one life one life to get to that well no three lives to get to the whole end of the game I and that was Alex it the kid. I played Alex no the kid. saves <laughs> I played Alex the key, kid recently I, was, I, I got really far in that game I was like what I must have been a mastermind when I was a kid yeah amazing you must have been like the beast of that game I must have been like I don't know Rain Man or something but yeah no I thought it was okay I think you know if, you, if you're from sort of my age group rather than Chinese you know, and you remember all those really uh, I used difficult. To play those old games as well. I used to play them, but I just I'm I'm older now. I haven't got time. Yeah, I guess. But I I think it was fine. I quite liked it. So anyway, give it a go and make your own minds up. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. Okay, moving on. Uh, moving on. Um, yeah, Portal Two. We talked a little. Moving on. You know, Duke was playing Portal Two and all that sort of. Yeah, stuff. I told him we finished the co-op. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we did. Well, not everybody. Oh, yeah. is, not everyone's as excited about uh, Portal Two as your good selves. Uh, what? Especially not the parent in America who was really upset uh, because there is a joke about adoption, uh, and he was playing the game with his uh, oh, with his with his adopted daughter <laughs> <laughs> when this came up. <laughs> so oh, I can see that being awkward, but at the same time. <laughs> And, and it all comes down to the line, and it was all been all over the news in America and all this. It's been completely... No, it has not, because I watched the news well, in America, and I haven't seen anything It's definitely about this. been on the news. It's on... all over. Like, every news outlet is starting Everywhere. this. It's like, been on some... Big of... news from the world of video games. Some guy's upset about Portal 2. WBTV. We got a Steve live on the scene. What is... Steve, what's it like? <laughs> oh, it's my habit. It's on here. It's like a, a dog <laughs> past, and I don't know what's going on. Uh, do you know what WBTV is? I don't know what's up. Is that no, big? Oh, WB is one of the most popular news channels in America. Or I don't know what it is. What is it? It's a Warner Brothers network. Well, that's what it was on. It was an interview on the news show. You know who watches that? No one. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, no one. So basically, it comes down to the fact the line the line in question was all right, fatty adopted fatty 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 no parents. <laughs> but again, it's context, man. I thought it was the one that Gladys <laughs> does because that one's actually kind of stinging. That's no. just Stephen Merchant Merchant's being hilarious. Life. Yeah. Well, I thought that. I must admit, you know. Um, but isn't it, isn't it funny how these things get blown out of proportion, you know? Well, I mean, like I say, I can see it being awkward for the parent, but on the other hand, like, whatever. Get a sense of humor. Yeah, I mean, you know, his daughter was nine, I think. See, that's the thing, is that I can see this parent being a little upset, and maybe they're going to write a letter or whatever. I don't think Valve needs to worry about it. Here's the thing. The news media is going to take it and just run with it and be like, this is a huge story, but it's not. It really isn't. I'm sorry, people. Gabe Newell's shitting himself now. He's like, well, this is the end of us. This is like (laughs) Valve going down. What am I going to do? Steve Merchant's ended his career. He's resigned as a comedian. (laughs) You know, uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, but to be honest with you, right, his daughter's 10, right, 10-year-old daughter. He should have had the conversation with her now anyway regarding her being adopted. Regardless, I want to pass judgment on the man and when he's going to have that discussion with her. If she doesn't know she's adopted, she wouldn't give a shit. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, even that. Yeah, there you go. That's even more. (laughs) So, um... It's only awkward for him, but he's the only one that knows. So it's like, who cares? Yeah, that's, that's um, funny. Not stuff. important. 
Do you know what was interesting, right? I'll tell you what, though, I got offended playing a game the other day, right? I got so offended. <laughs> Did you? What was girl, that? What was that? This, this girl in the game said she was going to kill my dick, right? And I was like, <laughs> well, this is very offensive. I don't this want was the thing we were hearing about with the woman giving birth in some other country that pulls on the guy's wiener. That's, there you go. There you go. I, I, I don't want anyone pressing in my dick in a game. Look, I, I have. <laughs> but I'll be putting your dick in nobody else. <laughs> that ain't, uh, I ain't play that shit. Uh, you talk about my cutting off my dick, you better run, goddammit. I mean, I have Eddie. too many dick threats in real life. In a video game, it's just too far. I kick him in the nuts. <laughs> Blue, change the subject, please. But apparently, his daughter claims she didn't hear the joke. So apparently, well, then what's the, no, oh, listen, 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 go to the news media. Listen what he says, though. To report about my daughter being upset by no, something. No, listen, though. What he replied to that was right. To me, that message means she's not ready to talk about it, and I'm not gonna. We'll see. <laughs> means she's probably enjoying the game and didn't hear it. <laughs> And he's yeah. he's probably some one of those really paranoid, neurotic parents. Oh, I, we better stop playing this. Why? I'm having fun, Dad. No, it's... Uh, 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 uh. Dad, is your constipation coming back? Uh, uh. Dad, I'm not really sure about being adopted by you, to be honest. <laughs> Can I please get re-adopted by Can someone I, else? Can I swap, please? Like problem child. Oh, God. Yeah, well, uh, I hope he's I hope he's not gay anyway because obviously if he was playing Call of Duty, he'd be getting called a fag every two seconds. You know, that'd be terrible. That's like saying I hope he's not black. Like, yeah. you just brought that out of left field out of nowhere. <laughs> I hope he hasn't got pregnant. No, what, I'm, what I'm what I'm saying is, you know, you know, you only have to play online gaming for about half an hour, and you probably hear far more offensive things than anything like yeah. that. You know what yeah. I mean? Is you know, it's it's. Blown our proportion. Yes. But while we're talking about uh, Gabe Newell, while we're talking about Gabe Newell... I thought you were going to say blown out of proportion. Can we talk about Bulletstorm? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, While we're talking about Gabe Newell, apparently there is no Valve at E3 this year. Yeah. No Valve. I heard that. But... Ah-ha-ha-ha-ha. ha 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 they said there's there's no Valve at E3. That means they haven't uh, they haven't got a st- like a stall or anything uh, on the show floor. But it doesn't mean that they can go. Hey, we're on the Nintendo Wii. Wow, well, this is now listen, listen. This is the exact quote uh, from Doug Lombardi. He said this. Fuck Doug Lombardi. Uh, lots of folks have no, mailed. Lots of folks have mailed asking about appointment times, etc. with Valve. Uh, well, we are not showing any titles at this year's show, so no appointment is needed. Yeah, but they could still... Gabe Neal could just walk on the, like, you know, Xbox and be like, Psh, PSN doesn't work. Psh, Half-Life <laughs> 3 is coming. Psh, peace. Yeah, it's not... You know he's not going to do that. Yeah, he's definitely making up stuff. Do that. Valve can't count to three. Didn't we cover this? Yes. Thanks. Yeah, they don't do threes. Yeah, there's no one, three. Two, episode one... Two, portal one, portal two, episode one, left the dead, two, one, two. <laughs> team fortress, one, two. two, damn it, damn, Final Fantasy are on 13, come on Val, come on, Jesus, um, come, come. but surely, surely right, you know, just speculating a little bit here, this game has got to be being made, or something has got to be being made, being made, Valve take their time, they do take their time, we know this, they're, you know, they're, they're good at what and they do. And you know this man? Yeah. Yep. But uh, they just take their time. They're doing it. Don't worry. If they didn't make Half-Life 3, they would be in serious trouble because everybody's waiting for it. It'll come. Yeah. Or Half-Life 2 Episode 3, whichever it ever turns out Half-Life to be. Two, episode 2.2. 2. 
Yeah, 2.8, because it's nearly... I have a 3 on their keyboard, and they're like, what are we going to call this? (laughs) Half-Life 4. Half-Life 2 and the bit. (laughs) Yeah. Um... So they let's so, just yeah. go straight to twenty two. Be fine. Be fine. <laughs> so there you go. There's going to be no no valve apparently, but I guess we'll wait and see. I guess we'll wait and see. Who knows? You never know. It might come. It might. When is E three this year? When is it? Uh, June something. <laughs> I think it's June. The, is it June the sixth? June the seventh. Some like not long off to be honest with you. It's only a week or so off. I'm not being all awake when it's on. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not so far away now. So uh, who knows what's going to be announced, but I, I have a prediction. I do have a prediction. It's always right when I'm doing finals. Why don't they do it a little bit later, and then I could go. Yeah. Do you, do you want to know what my prediction is? What's your prediction? Uh, Microsoft will be there. Uh, Sony Sony will also be there. And not yeah. only that, but Nintendo will be there as well. Ooh, uh, I don't know. Are you willing to put money on this? Yeah, I might be. I'm well, I'm not. Whoa. Which reminds me, Duke Nukem's out soon. Hey! Has, can I ask? Get paid. Can I ask you? Has either of you seen the new Duke Nukem uh, trailer, the live action one? Nope. The, the live auto- action one. Autopsy. Oh trailer. no, no, I haven't seen that. I don't know where it's old. Don't. It feels like I've seen it before, but I only saw it recently. But I'm, I'm being made aware it's new. But basically, right, it's live action, and they've got one. That, you know, like the 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 hog. Like whatever they are, the hog things. Out the game. The game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. On a on a operating table. Pig, pigman. Like pig yeah, man. A pigman thing on a t- on an operating table, right? Pigman. I thought we were talking about Duke Nukem. Yeah, yeah. And there's these like oh, three, <laughs> and there's these three surgeons, like you know, like dissecting it to you know find yeah. out why it died, basically. Right. And he's like, oh, bullet. Five thousand yeah. bullets. Yeah, four bullets to the chest, three bullets to the stomach region, and then he pulls out... They need to do an autopsy for that. Yeah, listen, listen. And he has this big pair of tweezers, and he pulls out this bullet, right? And it's a casing off a bullet, right? And last time I heard, when you shoot a gun, like, you know, it's only the end of the bullet that comes out, and not the whole of it. No, the casing comes out of the gun. No, no, but the casing doesn't shoot into you anyway. No, the, the casing comes out of the gun. It doesn't go into the person. No, no. Well, this was in the in the pig thing. Right? Yeah. So there was all right. It was like, uh... And then he goes, just a minute. There is something obstructing the uh, throat. There's something obstructing the throat. Can we just get some something in here to get this removed? Is it a penis? No, it's worse than that, right? And he pulls he pulls out of the pig thing's throat a You're shit. Done? It's a shit, right? Yeah. Right? right? And he goes, oh, no, like this. And then he puts it in a jar, right? And then sticks down the shelf and goes, oh, it's another one of Dukes again, right? And then oh, the, yeah, another one of Dukes. And then the end of the trailer finishes with Duke Duke's voice going, something like, I don't know the exact quote, but if anyone messages me, I'll rip off their head and shit down their neck. So that, Stay classy, Duke Nukem. That is, that is a Eat shit and die. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Well, is this what... The game. Like, that's the oh. point yeah, that's the what game. they've always been yeah. about. Going don't over the top. Don't, when this game releases, don't go, I can't believe he puts shit down people's face. I was watching that with my daughter who has neck yeah. shit syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> I was very offended. Yeah. Oh, my very God. Um, I haven't had a talk to her about neck shit syndrome yet. 
How is your side, though? Is this what That's gaming has come to? <laughs> so we've got L.A. Noir, right, which is doing serious storytelling, yeah. acting and all that. And then we've got Duke Nukem. You got, it's like having... Well, what were you expecting from Duke Nukem? I wasn't Stu? expecting... Well, you know, I, I think it's going to be terrible, so I'm not expecting anything. Well, from. then what are you surprised about this yeah, commercial, then? shut up. It just gets worse, though. You know, it's well, like... Of course how it gets worse. That's, yeah. what, that's how they're going to distinguish themselves. It's like, it's like a limbo. How low can you go? Yeah, it is. It is. It's okay, like, oh, my God. We can think worse. What, what's next? What's our next trailer? What's, what, how low can we go? I know. But if there's a penis, it's also a shit. Someone shits out penises. But what if somebody had tits and they was made of dicks? Dick tits. No, but it's the one get it. <laughs> Bollocks. But, but do you think your mum would like it? That's a, that's a question. Uh, Who cares? <laughs> would your mum like this game, yeah. though? <laughs> like anybody fucking gives a shit. Uh, Amen, brother. You know. All right, and, next. Anyway, next. Okay, uh, the first Kinect game that I'm excited about is coming. <laughs> You're gonna. Saw the bin. Oh my god! Guess Look, what? Just... What is it? Guess what game? No, I refuse to guess. Just tell me. I'm assuming this is an American. Well, I I don't know whether it's an American show. I think it's come from Japan originally, but it's probably on in America uh, as well. Japan, uh, Hole in the Wall. Do you do you, have, do you have this show in America? Hole in the Wall. It's called Hole in the Wall. Yeah. Oh no, you haven't put. It's familiar with it. Like, it's kind of like Wipeout. Total Wipeout. It's well, like not really. Well, you, just, so, you basically you just have to have to kind of. Put yourself through a hole in the wall. That's pretty much it. And all the holes are different shapes and sizes. Oh, that sounds brilliant. But Isn't that what said, Portal is? No, <laughs> not really. Yeah, it is. Well, in Portal, stop putting uh, yourself through a hole in the wall. Come on, that's a brilliant joke. Well, in yeah, it was great. In in this in the actual game show game, if you will, it's the the holes are made of polystyrene. If you will, a big polystyrene wall with a hole in. And if you get it wrong, you get swept into a big swimming pool of water. So the, and it's always celebrities, so they have celebrities doing this. Um, but basically, I think it's actually, on a serious note, a really good fit for Connect this game. Um, and, I, and I could see it being quite a lot of fun if you're a bit pissed. But it would be... That's the ad for Connect. Yeah. It's a little fun if you're a bit pissed. Yeah, it would be a great game if you were pissed and, and sort of trying to do it. I can imagine it being fun at parties and stuff. You know, so I think it fits quite well with... Um, with the actual Kinect thing, and, you know, I think it would work really well for it, so we'll see. You know who would see. love this game? Robots. In the late 90s, there is no more unhappiness. Affirmative. We no longer say yes. Instead, we say affirmative. Yes, affer- uh, affirmative. Unless- God, how it's a long time since we've had a clip from that oh, yeah. on the show. Yeah, yeah. So that's funny. Okay. So, yeah. So, hole in the wall, get excited. Ladies and gentlemen, Lil John. Yeah, Lil John. What? Um... <laughs> okay, next next thing. Alan what? Wake. Alan Wake, we have got some leaked oh, sort of yeah. leaked rumoured conf- uh, confirmation yeah, of the, yeah, next, Alan Wake. the next game. Next game. Uh which is is gonna be an Xbox Live Arcade title. <gasps> what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the what? Called Night Spring, so it's based on, you know, the T V show in Uh-oh. the game. So it's gonna be <laughs> so this will be better than Alan Wake. <laughs> You just sit there watching it. I don't know. I don't know. There's not obviously not much what is known it? Is about. It exactly like Alan Wake. What is it? I don't know. Basically, all they know. I'm off. I'm going again. See you later. All they know is that. No, it's, but not. It's, it's subtitled Alan Wake Night Springs, and it's going to be a live arcade game. So you know, I don't know whether it's going to star him. Is he going to be in a dream? I don't know. 
or is it just going to be a load of it's mini a, stories? It's a, defense, it's a terror defense game. Yeah, so no one really knows, but you know, it's game. coming. Terror defense first person RTS shooter. There you go. There you go. It could well be that. It could well be that. So, I mean, are you excited for more Alan Wake? I guess you're not, Duke. <laughs> no, Duke? I'm absolutely not at all interested. Well, not even with all the excellent writing no. in the game and stuff. No. <laughs> they nodded in silence. All you want, shame on me. Full, fullest. I can't get fooled again. What do you mean? What? Not in the museum, is it? Didn't even make sense. George W. Bush. What are you talking about? You didn't hear about that? In Noise of the Museum, Ricky Gervais does it. Fill fill me once, shame on me. Uh, Shame on you, or fill me twice, and he he totally screws it up, like I just did. Just like you just did? It's excellent. Well, let me find the actual sound clip. Here it is. Hang on. Listen. This is our former president. There's an old saying in Tennessee, I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once, shame on, shame on you. <laughs> you fool me, we can't get fooled again. Fool me, we can't get fooled. The only place you can find that clip is on comedy things, because it's so pathetic. That is funny. You know what else is funny? I just found, I'm reorganizing my iTunes. That track is called Hippopotamus vs. Rhinoceros, featuring Rhinoceros and the Hippopotamus. <laughs> Who'd have known? <laughs> All right, Alan Wake, no, I don't care. I don't give you a don't care. as you say. Alan, hey. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, have some, yep, I'll have some more Alan Wake, please, yes. Yeah. yeah, I will. I, I like, like some more Alan Wake? Yes, I would. Thank you yeah, very much. I would, thanks very much. Yeah, you know. Do you really want it? No, no, I don't really want it, but I would buy <laughs> some. Day one, are you going to wait for it to go on sale, Chinny? Am I going to buy it and then re- like discard it because I'm doing something better? Um, no, I it, yeah, Alan Wake. I enjoyed Alan Wake. I think it's uh, a, a very good game. I thought atmospherically, it was it was cool. It's doing some new things. Um, but am I desperate to kind of play that again? Like, no. Would I want to? Yeah, it'd be cool. But I'm not like, oh, I'm gonna have more. You know, it's just whatever. I can wait. Not yeah, it'll be fine. I mean, it'll be fine. Cool. Um, I, I think it'll be good. I'm, I'm, so I'm interested. I'm interested in these developers actually going the Xbox Live Arcade way rather than Xbox. keep yeah pumping out full price disc titles. So it's interesting. Well, it's not like they're not going to do that as well. I don't know. We don't know. I think, I think you know, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about that. You know, coming towards the end of you this. Knew a sequel was coming because it wasn't a lake. It was an ocean. It's an ocean. <sighs> But yes, we'll come to that in a bit, so just hold those thoughts. Um, next next thing up, um, a little bit of sour grapes, me thinks. A little bit of sour grapes. Careful. That phrase has a very specific yes. meaning. It does. I make a point of contrarying people if they get it wrong. You really? Know. What does it? What does it mean then, Duke? Before in I... the legend twice. about the, you're, you're actually asking me about this. In the yeah, legend where the fox can't reach the grapes, he decides he didn't want them in the first place because they were probably sour. So that's what sour grapes means: is somebody tries to pretend like they didn't want them in the first place because they were not very good. Oh well, this is probably wrong then. In that case, all right. So it's just somebody being whiny. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, just say that then. Okay. Uh, this is a case oh, yeah, of sour grapes, right? Oh yeah, it's a case of someone <laughs> having sour grapes. So, basically, <laughs> so basically, uh, Clint Hocking, uh, creative director of Far Cry Two, That's uh, brother of Steve I know that's not a real name. And Splinter Cell Chaos Theory uh, has had a go at Team Bondi and Elaine Noir on the Twitter. Team Bondi, isn't that in California? 
Yeah, apparently. Uh, bonding, that's uh, yeah. <laughs> just team bonding. And he described Party. the game. This is how he described the game like the as yeah, as a derivative, uninspired and narcissistic. So that was I haven't played the game, so I can't judge. But fuck off. <laughs> Are they talking about Ellie Noir? Yeah. yeah. Oh. So what he said was this: He said one hour in, um, uh, Mariety was right. Re Games as kitsch. So he was saying that, you know, it's sort of worthless art in effect, you know, or it's trying to uh, mimic, uh, like, noir-type films, but not doing a very good job of it. Uh, and then he no, went because a lot of noir films were black and white, and this is black and white. Yeah, you can play it in black and white. And then he's saying that he went on to say, derivative, uninspired, narcissistic, nothing original to say, and said badly, hashtag LA noir. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. So, so I hate... What do you have think? You, have you played it too? Nope. Nope. Have you got it? Nope. Are you going to play I'll it? I'll wait till I find it used. I'm not that excited about it. I mean, I'm sure I'll like it when I play it, but... Uh. Do you know what I'd say? I don't know what to think of you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to think of him anymore. <laughs> I told Stu I think I'm nervous about feeling like it's going to be kind of like heavy rain for some reason. No, it's not. I know it it's is not, is it is and it is. My... Oh, now you're saying it is. Well, it is. It is in some respects, but it's done way better than that. Anyway. Heavy rain was in color. No, coming back to black look, and white. <laughs> coming back to this. Technically, you can play any game in black and white. You just have to see what you're saying. If Far Cry 2 was a... Come broken... on, Stu. Get this, get this podcast on track. I know. Yeah. <laughs> if, Sorry. That was brilliant. I like that song. Um, yeah. If Far Cry 2 was a brilliant game, right? What are we talking about Far Cry 2? Because yeah. that's the guy, the guy who made oh, the, Far the Cry 2 said Far Cry 2 criticized L.A. Noir. Yes. Well, he listening. wants to sit down and chat to me. If he wants I know. To to you, were you even listening? <laughs> Far Cry 2 had good things about it. Hey, just get out of Tom Bissell's bed, right? <laughs> Just because we all love Top Why are you gotta talk about him like that? I have to yeah, agree yeah. with him every time. Yes, Top Bissell has a very. <laughs> no, I don't think it's brilliant the way he thinks. But... You, look, if Tom Bissell said, actually, you know, Heavy Rain is a brilliant game, you'd be going, yeah, Heavy Rain's brilliant. <laughs> no, because no, <laughs> he said he didn't, he didn't see what mi- the excitement about Mist was all about. And I was like, well, you're an idiot. I hated it. I didn't name, say that exactly like that, but that was basically what I said. That's what you're What? I said, uh, excuse he me, liked, I had to cough. Uh, he liked twi- Metro 2033 as well, and he was like, oh, yeah. Well, uh, I probably uh, like that when I go back and play it and conserve my health or my air a little more. Tom Bissell. Yeah, because um, Tom Bissell said he liked it. He liked exactly. it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Stop talking about it like that. Yeah, but uh, Park Roy 2 has many problems. It does. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. About that. Nobody's arguing that. And I'm getting, that's why I said Just the sour grapes shoot thing. a stranger for no reason. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Keep respawning enemies at checkpoints for no real reason. I just cleared this whole base out. Never it might be sour grapes because it's like, oh, we wouldn't want to be part of that game. Yeah, you do. I don't know. I mean... The only thing I would say, and I mean, I spoke obviously I've spoken a lot about L.A. Noir earlier in the show. But, I, I didn't notice. But he's still, at the end well, of it all, it's still a game. There is still a game there, really? you know. Oh, thank God, I thought it was a film. No, there's still, well, you know, it's close. Uh, but there's still a game there, and I, I think it still comes back to that, you know, regardless of whatever way you look at it. I would say sort of the, Portal... Of it, of it's got nothing to say. It's got, it's got tons to say. It's saying that a game doesn't have to be about all about shooting, you know. Absolutely. Probably. 
That's why the guy who created Far Cry 2 is like, what? What are you talking about? (laughs) What else is there to do? Oh, wait, there's driving. Yeah. Well, if if you don't get captured or or something, (laughs) it is hard not to play. Um, Yeah, it's got tons to say. It's saying it's it's giving you a genre of of that that we're not. We, we haven't got in games that is, he's done so eloquently, I don't think. You know, the noir genre is, is a tricky one, I think, and there, there aren't many that do it properly. It's true. So I think, and, and the interrogation, it, it's telling you that it, can you play a game where can you uh, tell if somebody's lying? He's got tons to say. What are talking about? I've got to say, the lying thing is not very subtle. It's it's fairly easy to tell whether they're lying or not because like oh. if they're not lying, they're just looking straight at you and they don't sort of hardly move. If they're it's a easy bit, for Stu to tell if someone's lying if they're, he's yeah. an expert. Uh, he is the expert of lie picking. If they're withholding information, they're just a little Dude, bit fidgety. You and, are a gaffer. I know. And if they're fully lying, then they're fidgeting all over the place and looking anywhere but you at you. So you it's are, it's do, fairly easy. You do manage multiple. You know, you have to kind of tell if people. Well, I guess skill that might be built in. With but you. the uh, the only issue I've had is is working out which bit of evidence to accuse them of lying with. You know, that's where I've struggled. This struck. condom, not my yeah. condom. Uh, uh, this book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like that. That is my condom. You yeah. Use a book as a condom? Oh, oh! Better the other way around. <laughs> I'm trying to read this condom. Leave me alone. Get out of the library, sir. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, I would say I put it up to read it. Really, yeah, I would it. say he's sort of wrong. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would say he's wrong. Pretty much, but it isn't. Don't get me wrong. Right, it's as good as Alain Noir is. It still isn't like. Of course, yeah. It's not like a brilliant... It couldn't be a brilliant film. It is what it is. It's a game where you shoot stuff and solve crimes. Yeah, well, I don't think, like, making a game into a film is necessarily, like, a, a good thing anyway. Like, I wouldn't no. want them to make a Red Dead Redemption film. Because no. Red Dead Redemption is a game, therefore, the best way to tell the story of Red Dead Redemption is in a game. Yeah. So I, you know, I don't... I, if I want to relive that story again, I'll play the game. I don't want someone to make a film where taint the whole brand. Ugh. It's alright, I mean... Team, Team Bondi made it. They made the Getaway, didn't they? They made the first Getaway game. I don't know. I didn't know what they made. They made the first Getaway game, um, which received mixed reviews. Uh, did you ever play the first Getaway game? Nope. I certainly didn't. It was okay. It was okay. It was very... The, 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 the city was very well realised. Uh, and it was a bit like Mafia 2, you know? It was... But the, the, there wasn't a lot else to it. It was a bit barren and empty. So I thought I found that quite interesting that uh, it was the makers of the Getaway. But I don't think they made the Getaway Two. Yeah, I don't think they did that one. That was somebody else. No, so, Stu, you said that L.A. Noir is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, there you go. That's the way what do we do? What we do? What we do? What we must. That's how it is, and how it is is kind of fucked up. Sorry. There you go. There yeah. you go. Well, That's Ross Cox's best songs ever. There you go. All right, go ahead. That's what were you saying? Yeah, so, I mean, like, you know what? Get over it and stop griping get, just because your get, game get didn't sell as well or it wasn't as critically well received by other people. Yeah. yeah. That's all I can see is doing. What was the other? Was it just the Far Cry 2 guy? Or was it yeah, like? no, it was just the Far, Far Cry 2 guy. <laughs> really? Far- Come on. Yeah, it was just Far Cry 2 guy. And he was just like, you know, and he did Splinter Cell Chaos Theory as well. Uh, that, that was a good game. I'll give him that one. Oh, there you go. Well, he made that as well. So there. Well, kudos. But to he him. said he was derivative and rubbish. 
That's what he likes. Didn't like it, obviously. Lol, lol, lol. Just doesn't like it. Can I talk about Bullet Storm? Yeah, of course you can. Go. Uh, Dick, you played this, right? Oh, yeah. Gee, Sent yeah, it back, I, too. You haven't played it? I played, no, I played the demo. And, yeah, and I obviously. played it with you, didn't yeah, I? Uh, yeah. I played the uh, Eurogamer. Um, I, I completely agree with Duke, right? If you're going <laughs> to spend that much time on a story, that's ridiculous. Why bother? I that's don't such a shit care. story. It, it's 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 a boring story. The characters are just kind of dull. All right. No, the guy's kind of a robot, but he's got a computer it's in his kind head. Kind of a robot. It's brilliant. Um, but I think the game's a lot of fun. I do think that you know you, you strip away all the, the the stupidness, kicking people, uh, shooting them in the ass, um, you know, whipping them. This sounded weird. Uh, kicking them into a cactus. Uh, you know, making a plant eat them. That's all great. You know, everything feels great as a game. It's so much fun. But they do spend a lot of time on that story. And it's like, why <laughs> are you bothering? Like, and that's, <laughs> that will affect people like Duke. It was like, I'm out, right? But if I, I think that if Duke could... I don't know I, that that's why I stopped playing it, but... I, I, I don't know. I, like, I think the, the, the game itself, the core game, is, is a lot of fun. I think it's yeah. brilliant. You know, it's so... Why hasn't this been done in other first-person shooters? You know, why can't yeah. I kick the shit out of people in other? That whip is so much fun. Yeah. And then I wanted—I was like, because the whip brings enemies close to you, right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes the enemies are standing in front of something that I want to push them away. So I want some kind of like force mm-hmm. push, right? And I was like, man, that'd be really cool if I had one of those. Um, you do have to kick, but you, again, you have to whip them towards you and then kick them and then kick mm-hmm. them and kick them until you get them there, all right? I was like, man, I wish they'd come up with something. And then they came up with this drill gun. And it's just a massive gun with a drill on the end that you shoot. <laughs> and it like, you, you, you put it on, you, you attach it to somebody. And it's got like a secondary thing where you can guide it second, like, for the second person. And you can make a shish kebab or whatever. And then you can push it. <laughs> and it's brilliant. It's so, I was like, yes, that's exactly what I wanted. Thank you very much. Um, you know, the, uh, the ending is a bit weird. Uh, it's really odd. They, um, they, they just turn it into like a kind of a quick time event. Uh, but I don't know. I, I, it didn't really rub me up the wrong way. I, I just think it was very, very odd. Like they could have made me do more with it, you know. Uh, I don't mind quick time event. I, I asked you. You got like up to about the condemned two quick time event, like at the end, or was it? Or was oh, it there's a few of those now, isn't there? There's a few that have the old yeah, I don't mind a quick time, time event at the end. I don't, I mean, you could argue... Fear uh, 2. Uh, Fear 2 had that as well. You could argue that, yeah. you know, Portal 2 has got a, that effect, but I, I don't know. Oh, I guess. I wouldn't right? And I, I, I think that it, it, it doesn't, it's not a bad way, but the way Bulletstorm does it, it's like you're in first-person view anyway, and you're doing things that you can do in the game. It's like, why is this a quick time of it? It's really mm. weird. Um, it's different but, for the sake of different. Yeah, it, I suppose, and but there's some there's some funny things in it. it, it it's uh, you you strip away all the the story. There is a very good uh, level. There's a lot of good levels actually, and one of them is like you're in this like um, kind of like a Lego land, Stu. You know where yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. You're like a giant, and you're walking around um, a city, and you're like the same height as the cities or whatever. So you walk around this mini city, and then this massive kind of robot. Godzilla thing comes out and tries to kill you 
And that's funny. That's a joke, right? That was obviously put in there as a joke. It's like, hey, that, look at that. That's cool. You're fighting a Godzilla and, and you, you look like you're 50 foot tall, but you're not. That is a funny joke, right? And they put it in, and I thought that was clever. Um, and some of the levels are really interesting. Uh, I, I thought it was, it was a fun game. I, I wanted to play and keep going. Uh, but they they do hang on that story a little bit too much. It's like, oh, we gotta get back. Why did you kill the civilians? Fuck them, man. Where the fuck? What? And then the person that you're after, all of a sudden you team up with him. I'm like, what? That's like in uh, in Vanquish. It's yeah, it, it is. But like, I think I hate Vanquish, you. I'm gonna save you. Vanquish. Shut I up. Forgive a lot more because it's so much more camp. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's true. It's just ludicrous from the start. Now as it is, whereas Bulletstorm yeah. think. They, it must have started out as a game that wanted to be ludicrous, and it is very ludicrous. Mm-hmm. And then they went, you know what? We could we could sell this story a little bit, and they took themselves a little. Or there was some guy in the room who was like, "What about my story? Are you going to use that where they were hunting the civilians?" Yeah, we'll put that in Bullet Storm. I, I feel like they they kind of started with a let's be stupid, right, and <laughs> yeah. fell in love with their their own story and tried, and they just went over the line of loving their story where they should. Well, I re- I remember. Um... The making a big thing before the game came out about, you know, it's not just shooting; it's got a really great story as well. Do you know? Remember this? They they, they made that out a lot before the yeah. game released. No, it's, it's it's you got a friend who doesn't like it because you turned him into a robot, kind of. <laughs> You've got some chick who's like a, a badass and t- like a typical kind of stereotype. I'm a badass. I don't need men to survive. Oh wait a minute. Yes, I do. Help. Um, <laughs> You've got like a, a boss who's an idiot, and then you team up with him. What the fuck? Like, just just kill them all. Just kill them. I, I wanted the ending to be quick time event. No, you're dead. Thanks, thanks for playing. <laughs> now the ending goes. What are you gonna do about it? Cut to black. Bullet storm two. You know it's. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Look, just give it's me ready. Stuff it's ready. It's ripe. It's right. Actually, it, it just made me think as well. It's you know, a good game though. It's a good game. I it just made think. me think the two games we liked the most at Eurogamer last year. Mm. Haven't been that well received. Really. What was the other one? Uh, Rink. Uh, no, I do. I do like Bullet Storm. I think it's great. I think it's it's it's, it's such a fun. But it's not. It's not been that well received. I mean, but we said we just thought it was. It's a not lot. as great as you thought it was going to be. Well, but because we played. Yeah, but yeah. we played what essentially is just the game. Yeah. Yeah. And occasionally we caught the kind of like I'm going to kill your dick or it's going to turn your mm-hmm. your, your ass purple. <laughs> and that's what it does so well. Like, it's funny, you know? It's, it's a funny game. And some of the swear words they do, it's just this weird mashup of like swear words. It doesn't even make sense, which is uh, funny. Yeah? They didn't go, uh, fuck your mom, or whatever. They did something creative with swear yeah. words. They mashed them up. But what we didn't play was all this, oh, you killed the civilians. Oh, <laughs> you know, we didn't play that. I feel so betrayed. You know, and it's just like take that away. We don't need that in Bulletstorm. Get it out of my Bulletstorm. No, no, the, the bit we played was just like, a stupid yeah, bit, wasn't it? Exactly. It was an Echoes mission. And the yeah. Echoes missions are a lot of fun. You know, you can replay and keep tossing them up and, you know, doing different things with them. And, and Brink, and, I, don't, I don't know. I think Brink, because it was a PC version and well, it was on a LAN uh, and it just smooth as a baby's yeah, bum. Yeah, that, that, it wasn't smooth for me. Mine crashed. So. Oh, yeah, yours did. That's right. I forgot about that. Yes. Yeah, yours did crash. Um, just let you know, and, I, and people will know this by now anyway, but uh, a patch has been released for LA Noir is out um, to sort out the frame rate and graphical issues on the 360 version. And and hopefully the overheated issues that have been on both 360 and the PS3. Apparently. Really? Yeah, apparently so. 
Um, it's quite interesting. How can they solve overheating? Do, 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 I have no idea, right? Come over the, like, the I have no idea, but it was interesting, right? Because a few people who had very early PS3 models uh, were complaining that it was it was freezing and overheating the console, and the console was turning itself off, etc. Right. Right. And um, Rockstar blamed Sony and said it was a 2.61 patch that had caused it. Yeah. You know, the new patch that they brought out after all the issues they've had. Yeah. And it was that, right? And then about a sort of a few hours later or a day later, then they did a joint uh, uh, press release saying it wasn't the uh, update that had caused it. And they don't know what it is. So who knows? But then apparently there were stories coming out that it was happening on the 360 as well. And it was causing those to overheat. Uh, this, is, this is one of the good things of not playing that game day one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I've had no out. issues. I've, on, I've got it on the PS3, and I've had no issues. It's just run, and there's not been anything or any issues or any problems. or It's never stopped, um, and it's running really smooth. So there you go. So well, it's still crashed on me, but I wasn't like Yeah, uh, But well, Rockstar are blaming Sony for it. If Sony hasn't got enough on its plate... It's your fault. The game doesn't work as well. It's, it's funny, it, 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 like a game crashes once and everybody gets mad. Yeah. Whereas back in the day, Stu, and I'm sure you do now as well, Luke, games used to crash all the yeah. time. Oh, all God, the yeah. time. You remember taking out the NES grey cartridges and blowing on oh, them? Oh, yeah. Getting a cotton yeah. swab and putting alcohol on them. And like, why isn't it working? Why yeah. is it not working? Sometimes you have to hold it in in a weird angle. Oh, yeah. I remember jamming like paper in and being like, "Just stay there." <laughs> yeah, you 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 super it with this weird MacGyver of you know yeah. paper and paper clips just to get yep. this game working. So, light okay. up, people! Jesus. <laughs> okay, we're going to take an early break this week or an early surface lizard um, because we have got. I've got to say. Uh, some of the biggest emails we've oh, ever I've had. seen that email. That is huge. So I thought, you know, rather than run long, which we always do, yeah. we'd, we'd have a bit of an early break, and then we've got some huge, I mean huge emails. Uh, not only one, but I've got four all together for this week. Um, I know, I know. Probably dish these emails out and read them. Each, you know, like each one of us read them or something. Yeah, no, we can do that, whichever way you want to do it. Actually, but... not me with the long one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can have that one. I'm not having that. I'm not having the big one. Uh, uh, no, I'll 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 do the big one, look. I'll do the big. I'll do that first, and I'll pass. Stu likes two. big ones. Yeah, I'll pass the other two to you guys, um, or three, two, three, whatever. Anyway, we'll work 16. it out. Sixteen. We'll work it out. Chinny's got them, so I'll send the one for you to read to you while I'm reading the other one. If that makes any sense. Does that make I'll any sense? To you, Duke? Yeah, I'll send sure. I'll send one to you, Duke. Um. Okay, right, here we go. Are you ready? Let's uh, do Surface Lizard. And then uh, when we come back, we'll have a little chatter about what he's got to say uh, this week. And then, uh, yeah, then we'll do the massive emails that we've got to read about. So here we go. Let's have a listen to that. Hello, darlings. Hello darlings, Amadeus Lizard here, ready once again to molly coddle and bore you into a stupor. 
Once again in the great gaming media, it apparently must have been a slow news week. You can always tell this when one of a number of sensationalist headlines oozes its way into the gaming press. And this week we've been violated and patronised by the claim that, frankly, pre-owned games are a bigger problem than piracy, apparently. So scream the gaming headlines on an all-too-regular basis. Ah, would the regularity of the orbiting moon, magazines, sites and industry analysts, on a day when nothing is really happening apart from dogs chasing squirrels in playgrounds, they'll find some Z-list developer of an indie game and lead them into making some out-of-context comment, which can then be used as a blindingly misleading stand-first for another banal, poorly written and sensationalist article, in this case about pre-owned games. My god, we face the same shipwreck of a topic every few months, usually before a spate of AAA releases. We've all danced to this waltz before, and it is right up there with other equally regurgitated favourites such as lack of originality in games, piracy is killing gaming, PC gaming is dead, and single player gaming is doomed. And something about tits and German games normally as well. It would be unprofessional, imprudent, and maybe even libelous to, of course, give you my views on this, at least now. So, in a way of dodging the legality and the grief and the blame and the backstabbing, I'll just let George Carlin do it for me. And while all this is going on, you're searching through your mind for something graceful and diplomatic you can say to bring the conversation to a close. And all I can ever come up with is, shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! The argument and the questions and the opinions are as tedious as a Saturday night ant and deck hosted entertainment show. And it's little more than the industry perpetuating its own demons by constantly exhuming a corpse that is dead, because it's a corpse which is why it's dead and not buried alive. A point dragged out and considered by indifferent consumers who want games and experiences, not sententious sermonizing on the damage their purchase may be doing to the industry as a whole. My God, we have enough of this in our lives. As it is every time we fill our car with petrol, every time we kill a penguin, every time we wipe our ass with silk or non-recycled toilet paper. But still, the question remains, is pre-owned a problem for the industry? Well, it's certainly prevalent and as rife as herpes among a gaggle of sailors after shore leave. Online entities such as eBay and Amazon thrive on pre-owned, as do a lot of the main UK and US high street retailers such as GameStation, Game, CEX and HMV, in which, in many of the shops I've been in, the pre-owned sections and shelves are often larger and more complete than the new release sections, which is often the charts and a couple of back catalogue shelves overpriced. All of which, of course, could just be a testimony to people offloading older games to trade against new ones, which could be refuted by stating that if there was no profit margin in it, the stores wouldn't offer the service, so at least the stores are making something out of it, which is at least part of the problem. You know, with all of this doom inviting, one would assume that the pre-owned was some kind of new malaise that has appeared to blight the industry, a new mutagen that's appeared and been manufactured that medical science can't combat. 
It's been present since the industry was germinated for a simple digital seed. When I were a lad, and I had a ZX Spectrum and couldn't afford new games on a regular basis, I would go to a shop in Exeter called the Games Cupboard and would regularly trade my games against new ones, or just copy them and take them back, saying they didn't work, then get more games. Cheeky but true. Now, like all things, like all claims, like all governmental reports and bodies, you can make statistics say and prove whatever you want. In this case, the recent figures and statistics will cite that an average game is traded in as many as four times, which is interesting because it doesn't say it is four times, it's simply saying as many as, which is no comparison for anything, really. Which then means that the developer and publisher royalties in that context are effectively quartered. Ah, oh, which means we get the whining developers such as David Graben and Peter Molyneux getting out of their Porsche and their large country house and telling us why we should be paying them twice for their game. Which then leads to the industry to make what could essentially be considered a threat. That the uh, damage, quote unquote, damage done by the pre owned business will somehow push publishers towards digital downloads of either the full game or additional DLC and eventually a media without a physical medium. In fact, when EA last year bought in their $10 scheme to effectively try and cap or get some revenue back from pre owned, the precedent was set and the first bloody steps were taken. One of the good things about living in a nation that offers a free market economy is the fact that once I've purchased a good, the good becomes mine, under power of law, to do with as I please, as long as it doesn't involve harming anyone else or trying to stick it into a midget. We are legally entitled to resell our purchases or give them away or transfer ownership in whatever manner we choose as long as it's legal. Publishers and developers do not have the right to tell us what we can and cannot do with our physical media that we have legitimately purchased. Although they always seem to forget this fact. And from one aspect, why should the consumer even care? If they go into game and buy Dead or Alive Toss Rank 15, they've already paid their money for the game in their eye, irrespective of the fact the money's going to the shop, not the publisher, but the transaction is still taking place. I think part of the problem is that many of the shops, at least the retail shops that offer pre-owned, are doing it at a fairly obscene premium, with some shops even offering a significant trading back if you can trade the game back within two weeks of release. Or if you go in to buy a game when I went in to purchase Killzone 3, I was told that I could buy a pre-owned version for about £4 less, probably manhandled by chavs or semen-stained politicians. Which means that one option is actually to regulate and incentivize the pre-owned market, where when a pre-owned game is taken into the shop, they will have to sell the game at well, whatever price they choose, but a portion of that will have to go back to the publisher. Now, what that may mean, of course, is just higher prices for pre-owned products, which, again, is forcing the hand of the market and thus not really making it worth buying pre-owned in the first place, which will harm the profits of the retailers, which will then have them whining back about free enterprise. It's a terrible circle with no real breaks. But what really infuriates me most is when the developers and the publishers complain and whine and effectively condemn the consumer as some kind of thief running round like chicken licking, believing that the world or the industry is going to end just because I've gone and bought a second-hand copy of Deadly Premonition. This is the voice of doom speaking. Special bullet, flash, the sky is falling. A piece of it just hit you on the head. Now be calm. 
Don't get panicky. Run for your life! The sky is falling! The, sk the sky is falling! A piece of it just hit me on the head! The sky is falling! Hurry, hurry! Run, everybody! The sky is falling! The sky! The sky is falling! There you are, you see? Just like I told you! Hit me on the head! Sure enough? Oh my goodness! How awful! What'll we do? We'll all be killed! One thing that is rarely considered and probably swept under the carpet by many developers and publishers trying to make their point is that why do people trade in their games? Well, they trade in their games to get money towards a new game. So you could argue that without the trade-ins, people wouldn't be buying your new game in the first place or would just be waiting for the price to drop. Either way, you see a drop in revenue, so you're not really addressing the problem. Frankly, why should the rules of capitalism be bent and skewed just to bend to your ego just so you can buy another Porsche or house or take another lavish holiday and then tell us how rich you are? I'm not referencing the indies. They have integrity and work incredibly hard for their return. I'm more referring to the corporate entities such as the EAs and the THQs who uh, wish to sail their seas on an ocean of pound notes although they're no longer currency. No other industry has this issue. Secondhand CDs or DVDs or books, nobody complains about lost revenue in this respect. My car is secondhand, but I haven't had an angry Nissan executive hammering down my door, accusing me of destroying the automotive industry. I buy a lot of secondhand books through charity shops, and I don't have publishers hammering me down or JK Rowling kicking me in the face. The madness with pre-owned is, frankly, where do you draw the line? If I let my friend borrow Killzone 3 for a week, is that a lost sale? So have I just violated EA's privileges? What about magazine reviews? They give an objective, or mostly objective, score based on a game which may cost sales. Should the industry kick up about having a bad review score on a game as well? What's curious is, when I look at my game collection, I see a number of pre-owned games there. And would you believe that they are legitimate copies? Now, it wasn't me that purchased them new first-hand, but the point is, they're legitimate copies. They're not pirate copies, so the problem isn't worse than piracy. It's this kind of obscene weasel word naysaying that makes the problem, frankly, far worse than it is. In some cases, pre-owned is the only way to get an older game. Uh, some companies, like Atlas are famous for only giving a very limited run on their publication runs. So if I wanted to buy a copy of Etrian Odyssey for the DS, for example, I would have to buy pre-owned because there was no other way to get it. Now, one answer to the great pre-owned problem is, of course, digital distribution, which is great in some respects, but not necessarily great, at least in the UK, where we have an issue with what could be considered reasonable and fair broadband and many people who don't live in the metropolis cities of the UK get something that's equivalent to an old man's urinary squirt of speed. So downloading a 4 or 5 gig game more on Blu-ray isn't really a viable option. And also perceived value means that if people are downloading a product that is intangible without a box or a disc or a manual, why should they feel they need to pay full price for it, as you would with a shelf copy? Something that the developers always miss when whining about pre-owned is they don't take any of the onus on themselves. Why do people trade their games? Why are the shops of my local game shop replete, brimming and overloaded with copies of, say, Fable 3? 
Uh, the answer is replayability. Now, I love a game with a strong storyline that is compelling. I will play through it once or twice, but most people won't. They'll play through a campaign, they'll finish it, and they'll trade it against the next game that comes out. So surely developers should be thinking about ways to incentivize gamers to keep the game and not trade it. Make the campaign longer, make it more involving, add in co-op or multiplayer mode that add longevity without just making them terrible Bioshock 2 multiplayer shoo-ins. So developers at least take some responsibility for the fact that when a game is traded in, part of the problem is with the game itself and not the greedy consumer looking to make a quick buck or pound or shilling or rupee. In other words, pre-owned games aren't hurting the industry. Bad games are. Bad games that people trade. Short-lived, transient, terrible, churned-out, licensed crap is hurting the industry. And if people buy that for the first time, shame on them. So, Peter Molly, before you mount your podium and judge us like Zeus casting lightning upon the mortals, look upon yourself, physician, heal thyself, and maybe next time make a game that people will want to keep. Surface Lizard, signing out. Be seeing you. Because when I think of all the things I've got to do, I just get depressed. And I'd rather go to bed, so good night. I'm a great big old Hector saying good night. So there you go. Pre-owned games is uh, telling us about. You know, yeah. Um, I don't know what else more there is to say, really, than what he already said. I mean, I don't know about you two, but he's got... I think he says it all himself. Yeah. yeah. Have you got anything to add? I mean, because you, you are a big purveyor of uh, pre-owned games. Yep. I actually don't have anything to add. I mean, you know, look, it's it, here's my thing. <sighs> Companies are economic creatures, okay? They're going to do whatever is in their own economic best interest, okay? That's just a given. So why shouldn't we be the same way as as individuals? We are, and that's why people shop at Walmart, and that's why, you know, people buy things that are cheap, even if they're not the healthiest thing or whatever it is. Um, and so, you know, yeah, I buy pre-owned games. And the other thing is, I mean, you know, if I wanted to be righteous about it, um, the world does not need more crap in it. So if somebody's done playing Homefront, why should I not buy a used copy of it instead of playing the new one? You know what I mean? Like, it just makes sense for me to buy, like, you know, I buy most of my dress shirts at secondhand shops because somebody else got rid of that shirt, so it's there. I don't Ew. need to go buy a new one. Do you wear yeah. shirts someone else's worn? Ew. There is this amazing invention, Stu, called a washing machine, nope. and yeah, you well, put clothing in a washing shirt, machine, though, does get like, and it will clean it. Has it got, like, sweat stains around the arm? No, I don't buy the ones that have sweat stains. <laughs> they don't sell the shirts that are you? stained with like sweat. Like, ring or something around What the are you arm, talking dude? about? <laughs> You have up. you ever been to a secondhand store, Stu? I don't know what secondhand stores you go to. Love life. I don't go to the scum stained, shit stained, like <laughs> I don't shirts with like store. vomit all over them. Yeah, I love Maybe that is disgusting. That you buy horrible Dude, that is disgusting. But that you buy secondhand shirts, but I only buy secondhand boxes. That's it. Oh! <laughs> yeah. Oh, and that shirt has been oh. next to the belly button and everything. Oh, oh shut up. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, anyway. I would buy a second-hand shirt, but all, all the pelts here. You can have mine. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Anyway, right, let's... Uh, shall we get on with these emails, seeing as there's so bloody many of them? Look, I sound like I'm complaining now, don't I? Oh! So yes, I'll, shall I start off with the first one of these? 
Yeah. Yeah. Here we go then. Okay, this one's off. This one from a few weeks back, so I do apologise because we didn't get a chance to uh, read Look any hell. last week. I know I ran out of time. I did apologise to people who sent us emails in, uh, but we did run out yeah, of time. That's run out of time. <laughs> uh, so this one's from uh, Ra Finch. Ra Finch. Uh, I reckon I could shout. Whoops! Was supposed to be clapping. I reckon I could shout out my window and he could hear me. He's not that far from me. It would be totally legitimate. Were you buzzing, Ralph? And you said, "Bless you." No, I accidentally did that because it's right next to my clapping noise. That's not very nice, is it? No, clapping. Well, now he's buzzed. We can't read out his email. I know. Yeah, right. Sorry about that, mate. But it was buzzed by Duke, and Duke rules the buzzer. You know. So there you go. Sorry about that. Right. Well, we better move on to yours then, Chinny. No, we're not. No, we, we're not really. Not really. Not really. Okay, here we go. Uh, he says, hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hello. Hi. Hi. Uh, Ralph Inch yes. here. Yeah. First off, please excuse all spelling and grammar mistakes. Don't worry. It's me reading this, not you, so I ain't going to... Yeah, I don't excuse nothing. Yeah, and I can't spell anyway, so I wouldn't even know. So there you go. The last time I emailed in, Chinny pointed out how bad I am at really- this email malarkey. Uh, I have an egg timer topic for you. Uh, back in the day, myself and my dad were hooked on Doom. <laughs> we've no time for any of that stuff this week. No time. Uh, back in the day, my dad, myself and my dad were hooked on Doom on the Sega uh, 32X. Uh, we spent what felt like years kicking the crap out of weird-looking aliens with an exciting selection of weapons. Well, exciting for a 13-year-old. Uh, me and my dad would take it in turns completing the levels, picking up where the other died. Uh, we eventually completed the game. We had an incredible feeling of satisfaction as it was the first game we had finished, only to be presented with what can only be described as a shitty slap in the face 8-bit song. Uh, the feeling of satisfaction was sucked from us like a spider feeding on its prey. Uh, so my question is this. Uh, what games have you all played and loved only to get kicked in the nads when you finish it? And how did you feel? I know exactly. Keep up the outstanding work. Thank you. Good night. Much love, Richard Finch. You Thank go. you. Good night. Much love. That's it. Ralph Finchy. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that was a Thank you. Good night. Much love. My wife. My other new favorite character is Donald Donaldson. I'm making an omelet. What would you like me to put in it, other than my cock? So basically, <laughs> oh my God. So basically, uh, he's asking. Search me, sir. Oh, <laughs> You know you like to. Anyway, sorry. So yeah. So basically, he's asking, what what game did you play? Really enjoyed, and then just like had the most letdown of an ending ever. Go ahead, Shenny. Halo Two. Halo. I uh, uh, see. I've never. Halo finished, I've never finished it. Man, they best rename that shit to Galo 2. Exactly. Because <laughs> Halo 2 is you build up, you build up, you build up, and then you do this crappy boss fight, and you're like, oh, now it's getting good. Where are you going, Master Chief? To finish the fight. Oh, I can't wait for this next. Oh, it's finished. <laughs> and that's but that it. was the tag for three, man. It was like carrying on. People yeah, were so but, excited. Yeah, like, finish the fight, man. Finish the fight. Finish the fight. The end. The end to Halo One was so good. Yeah, it so was. Good. And the I don't even like Halo, but I like the ending to one. The 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 ending to Halo Three is like, let's do what we did in Halo One because we fucked it up in two. No, um, you see, now now I was gonna Halo Three was my game like that. Really? Like, well, yeah, I thought the no, ending that was all oh, like driving a thing, driving what? Yeah, but like, why? Have you, have you finished Halo One? No. You should really play that because 
I played them both, but never finished either of them. Finish uh, the, the ending to what? Halo One. Is Halo One and Halo Two. I never finished. I played. Oh, them. I thought you were saying you never finished Halo Three. No, I, I finished, finished Halo it, but 3. the ending sucked. Yeah, the ending was awful in the, Halo. Uh, the, I mean, the ending to Halo One is you're driving a straight line. Isn't yeah, it, dude? that's pretty. And much everything it. was exploding all around. I mean, it was a really proper, like so epic, good. climactic. Yeah, it, yeah. it was so it was satisfying great. to get out of that it was place. Exactly what it should have felt like. Oh, yeah. you, you're just making it. You're just getting it, and you do it, and it's and that's what they tried to recreate in three. And they, to to a certain extent, they did it, but it, it it felt like they they just wanted to do what they did in the first one. You know, um, yeah. So Halo Two, it was such a, you know, oh, you just felt so crap when it finished. Yeah, I have got another one that's not Halo related. Um, which <laughs> Uncharted Two. Uncharted Two. Oh Uncharted come on! Uncharted Two. Oh no! Oh shut up! What, running around those trees with that. Oh no, no no no! The last fight was horrible. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was oh, like, okay, yeah, okay, 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 okay. I thought you were talking about like the cutscene. No. No, oh, no, yeah. I oh, like yeah. the oh, real yeah. end of the game, but yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that okay, boss fight yeah. was just ridiculous. That, that, yes. The boss fight was yes. shit, but it, it was. Didn't feel, I didn't, I didn't, the game didn't finish, and I go, well, that was shit. No, I don't well, disagree. I went, that game was brilliant, bit of a shit boss, but the game was brilliant. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and and oh. Gears of War two. There's another one for you. That didn't bother me at all. Rubbish. It was terrible. It didn't bother me at all. I it's thought it was a rubbish. great way to go out. You ride a broomac. Let's yeah, go. Whatever. It was terrible. Fucking mutant thing, and you're off. It's terrible. What have you got then, Duke? Mist. Oh yeah, you hated the mist. I'm then. so oh god to this <laughs> day. I think that's one of the reasons I I haven't gone back and finished the whole game ever again. It's really? because I, I don't know what. Yeah. They, you can spoil it for me. I don't care, but. People, I'm sorry if you haven't finished it. You know, you should. It's a great game, but okay. So here's the thing: I have to tell the whole story, and I'm sorry if anybody hasn't played it. Skip ahead five minutes or something. Well, as if anyone cares. Go on, carry on. Hey, hey! Lots of people are like, <laughs> whatever. You just don't have the time. Whatever. Uh, okay, so you have to decide whether you're gonna trust the red, the dude in the red book, or the dude in the blue book. And they're the, both the sons of this guy named Atris. So. If you let the guy in the red book out, he traps you in the red book. If you let the guy in the blue book out, he traps you in the blue book. You have to find out that Atris is still alive. And then you go to Atris where he is in this other world, and then he goes and destroys both of the books. And then he comes back to where you are, and he goes, well, that's done. You can look around if you like. I have to keep working on this book. That is pretty much it, yeah. And you sit there, and you look at this guy writing in a book. So would that's you, the end. Would there's you no have, credits. There's no nothing. <laughs> would you have preferred the trapped in the book thing? Do you think that was a better way no, to end it? I would have preferred an ending like they finally did right in Riven. The ending sure, of whoa, Riven whoa, 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 whoa. I'm glorious. Not, yeah, I'm not finished yet. I'm though. not going to say anything about it okay. other than it's glorious. Okay, well, don't tell me. It's, the, it's the way Mist, it's the sort of thing that we should have had at the end of Mist. But they didn't, and the ending of Mist sucks. I didn't have the nerve to say it to Robin Miller when I interviewed him. I was but... going to say that. I like, did you say anything <laughs> to him? Like, you should. No, 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 no. But you he was all. down on a number of things about Miss. So I felt like eh, he has enough regrets about it already. I don't want to give him a hard time. Yeah. And actually, like... you know what's funny? I actually remember when I first played Miss. I wrote them a letter, and I was like, "What is wrong with you? Why did you do this?" And they wrote back. I don't think it was one of the Millers, but someone wrote back saying a number of playtesters really enjoyed the less than climactic ending of the game. And I'm like, "Well, they're idiots." Do you know what though? Interesting. When you interviewed him, he, he sounded like a really nice guy, but he sounded totally out of touch. Well, you know what I mean. Bless him. He hasn't him. been making games for a long time. No, he, he came across that way. <laughs> he came. Uh, bless him. He was a nice. He was a lovely blow, though, wasn't he? Yeah. Leave him alone. Yeah, he was totally out. Now, a game that you totally end out. and the music is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Uh, 
Oh, yeah. Well, here we are. All right, enough. Enough. I know, I know. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, you, you were talking about that song, too. Oh. And you said to me, like, oh, you know, which one do you think's better? And I always said, um, Portal 1, I think that's it. But, and I still think that, yeah, like, yeah. The, 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 the impact of the first song, you know, like, the, yeah. the, the, of the ending of Portal 1, he's, he made, like, was a better It was so feeling. unexpected, too, that's the thing. Yeah. But yeah. I think you're right, that is a better song. Yeah. It is a song so- that you would listen to. But in saying that, I was listening to a podcast and they played Still Alive. Uh, and I listened to it, I was like, this is still a funny, look, good song. Yeah, oh, they're still both my favorite songs. It's really hard to pick one or the other. Yeah, uh, it's still my favorite. It's still Alive, to me, is still the best. But yeah, but, anyway. Yeah. Well, that's a personal choice, I guess. Uh, any other games, dude, that you're really disappointed with the end of? I'm trying to think. I've got to go I can't have you oh, gone to one of those? Give yours then while cheating. Borderlands. Ah, oh, yeah, I never played this. Oh, yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh, my God. Yes. What's That's like vault? on par with Mist. Ah, there's a big monster in the vault. Fuck you. Yeah. <sighs> I believe as well, uh, Fallout 3's story ending, because I never played it, but I believe well, that's a bit, because you end up the end of the yeah, game, and it is the end. You have, yeah. yeah. Well, if, if you have the DLC, then it doesn't matter, but yeah, yeah. if you. Well, the problem is, like, with Fallout 3. You can have a lot of quests open, so if you go yeah, to yeah, the... exactly. And New Vegas is the same way. It, and it's like, what can... is that about? Come on, man! Um, you just bought New Vegas for everyone, including no. <laughs> uh, but like, no, I spoiled know... the game mechanic at the very, oh, very end. No. but like, you want to in those types of games, you want to be able to finish off all your quests. Yeah. yeah. So you know, like. Oh, I was going to say something, but it'll spoil Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, we'll not talk about that. But at least they came up with a solution for it. Yes, they did come up with a very good solution. Vegas as I'll be for that. Yeah, yeah. So they did come up with a good solution. Although lots of people didn't like that solution. Whatever. Anyway, so there you go. Thanks for that raw finge. And yes, there are some games, unfortunately, which uh, do leave a bit of a, a sour taste. Yeah. Let's have another round of applause for raw finge. Oops, wrong one. <laughs> um, okay, I've sent, one, I've sent one to you, Duke. Off you go. I've sent one to you. Off you go. This email is from Paul Harding, and it came on Wednesday, May 11th. It reads as follows. Stu... Well, after listening to the Chinmeister response to PC as dying platform because of software piracy, interesting theory. So here is my response. Piracy on the PC has been around for decades and was far worse in the 80s and 90s when compared to now. I believe the main issue for console gaming takes a, taking a larger chunk in the gaming industrial is mainly down to consoles breaking in on the internet platform. The first Xbox proved that consoles can do online gaming – and the next generation proved this on the 360 and PS3 by again taking it even further. This is my belief for main reason for the reduction in PC dominance, and I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this. Anyway, here are some nice stats to dismiss the PC as dying breed. Based on the two largest publishes in the industry, and looking at the net revenue figures, millions of dollars... Activision 4th quarter 2010-2009 format, Xbox 360, 2010 quarter 4, 1033, 2009 quarter 4, 857, PS3, 2010 quarter 4, 854, 2009 quarter 4, 585, Wii, 2010 quarter 4, 408, 2009 quarter 4, 584, okay, I'm done. 
<laughs> Did you understand any of that what you just said? Because I have <laughs> he no goes idea. All these figures, and then he changes them around and says, "Okay, now it gets more interesting." The consoles had 26 titles released, while the PC only had 17. This included games like COD. So, if you take the total revenue and divide this by the number of titles available, you get the following: Xbox 360, 33.38; PS3 29.65; Wii 21.92; PC 40.41. Right, I'm done. Cheers. So that's what he's saying. So he's saying by attach rate, if you will, or amount of money made, uh, it's made by money. Now, so what do you what do you say to this, Ginny? What do you think? Right. Like anybody fucking gives a shit. That's so exactly. come on, you've got to refute it. That's no, he come says. on, he's calling you out. He's calling you well, out. What he say, what, when he says brackets interesting theory, that's another way of saying, I don't think that's right. <laughs> um, just say it. Just say that, dude. It's fine. Uh... I, I don't know. I don't know what to think. I, I just think that PC gaming is dead because... I, when he said that the piracy is worse in the 80s and 90s, no doubt that piracy existed in the 80s and 90s, but games are so easily available now. You, you know, like the, the internet has made piracy so... Look, I, I could download a game if I wanted to. Anyone can download a game. Yeah, I don't know if that I'd agree. I don't think I'd agree with that claim because once upon a time, okay, your friend bought the game and then he'd give it to 20 of his friends maybe to copy. But yeah. now... One yeah. person buys the game, and six thousand people can copy yeah. it from that one person. Well, yeah, I, I used to on my Amiga. Right? I used to, look, every game I, I I owned was copied because I used to go to a boot sale and they used to have like a thousand games on floppy disks, and I used to just take my pick. They were so cheap, but that was past the rain, past the rain, past the rain. Now you've got the internet; they're so easy to download. Music is just redundant now. You can download music whatever you want, right? You know, and games are getting like that. I, I don't think that it's. I, I think piracy is worse. And with modding and all that crazy stuff, it, 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 it look a kid can do it now because he can go on YouTube and find somebody who's posted a, a YouTube video about how to do it. Interesting theory. Interesting, but wrong, unfortunately for him. It is totally wrong because there's a few things. Unfortunately, you know, and I did send him an email to this effect. Uh, there's a few things he didn't really take into consideration. Uh, okay, first things first. Let's have a look at his final closing comments about the, you know, the revenue per like platform, right? Yep, which is quite quite good. I like that. I like that. Except for the fact, if you if you take Activision for instance, yeah, uh, yes, it is true that they made a lot of money uh, on the old uh, PC. But guess where the vast majority of that money came from? Guess what game that came from? All of Duty. No. no, no, I think it's Activision World here. World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft made 300... Right, This is these are the figures for March 2011 quarter, right? Uh, 360 made $396 million, uh, yeah? And online subscriptions for Activision were $395 million, right? Other, right, so anything other than that... Um, for PC was 124 million, so it was only nine percent of their total revenue was anything other than World of Warcraft. But he could argue that, like, well, World of Warcraft's PC game; it's still PC gaming. It is, but he was making well, the point that it included card, right? It is. World of Warcraft is like kind of the anomaly okay, here. Okay, let's put it into another context here, right? Okay, because he mentions card, so that's a fair point. Yeah, it includes card on the PC. Not the fish, the game. Okay. On, and you've got to combine these because he's looking at his individual consoles. But if you're taking console games, then you've got to combine the PS3 and, and 360 sales together. Okay. And both of, of the systems combined, uh, how, many, how many copies of Call of Duty Black Ops do you think were sold on the, on the 360 and PS3 combined then? 
Uh, so, so how many copies do you reckon? Blo- blobs. Ten million? Ten million, Duke? Any ideas? How many millions do you reckon? Twelve million. Twenty-two point three two million combined. Damn. Guess how many were sold on the PC? Uh, how two many million? One point one million. <laughs> so, I mean... That that I guess puts it into more of of a perspective, really. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, but I, I I don't disagree with him, right? I don't disagree that PC PC isn't dead. It's just changed. It's just different now. It's dumb. Remember, PC's not dead. <laughs> it's PC's not. Dead. It's it isn't dumb. dead. It's just different now. It's just dumb. Yeah, and that and that's the difference. So I play my games on a keyboard. <laughs> No, oh, look, look, right. I get, I get. There's PC gamers out there and stuff like, you know, the MMOs, you know, and and stuff like that. Real time strategy games, they work best on PC, you know. And there's no argument there. And even first person shooters, control wise, work better on a PC. Yeah. You can't argue with that. No, I can. Sure, you can. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't. Auto reload. What about X? What, what are we arguing about? Right, Bob Thumb. That that first person shooters work better on a PC or easier to control on a PC. It's been it's been decades since I've even tried, so I'm not. Gonna... But we all know it does. But it doesn't change the the fact of the ease of using a console, and it's connected to your telly, and you don't have to worry about upgrading it and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of different. I mean, okay, so I'll take it your word for it that it's easier to use a mouse and keyboard but who cares because there's so many other things that are easier for a console on the flip side of that it doesn't make me you know not jealous of him because he can play witcher 2 and i can't and witcher 2 by all accounts is great so there you go so i'm jealous of him for that very one thing because my pc won't run anything like that now and i would love to play that game because from what i can gather it's it's more than excellent so there you go is it Dr. Claw or Paul Harding? But anyway, if it is Dr. Claw, I know he's playing it. So I'm not, I'm not 100% sure, but I know he plays PC games, so it could be, could be Dr. Claw, but I, I can never remember who Dr. Claw is, a real name person. So if that's you, uh, I'm very jealous that you're playing Witcher 2 anyway, so uh, I hope you're enjoying it, because I'm certainly not. So there you go. Um, so yeah, next one up. Um, yeah, have you got one, Chini? Is it one for you? Uh yeah, like which one? Like uh, do you want to? Well, I'm guessing you want to do Jerry Timblin. Are you going to do that one? And then I'll finish with the monster. Um yes. So this one uh, is from Jerry Timblin, and he says, "Hello, my gamer tag on Xbox Live is Pythagoras Gamer. Also on the VG forums. My real name is Jerry Timblin. I'm from Washington State in the US." I uh, just wanted to thank Chinny for allowing me, that's right, I allowed him, uh, to play Borderlands <laughs> with his with Did he have to friend. say pretty please and stuff? Yes, he begged. <laughs> Beg! Uh, with his friend Ben and himself on Saturday, May the 14th. you got a date there. Uh, though I think it was early Sunday morning for him. I had a good time and I hope they had a good time playing. I also wanted to apologise for leaving so abruptly, but my daughter came home and my wife decided, and my wife and I decided that I shouldn't play shooters or, I- or other inappropriate games in front of my daughters. Don't play Portal 2 if she's adopted. Oh, yeah, just be careful of that. <laughs> so I stopped playing them. That's cool. You know, we respect that, don't we? I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I hope to play again with you guys some uh, some time. By the way, I have two daughters, ages 8 and 10. They play a few games with me. Uh, by their... Boy, they have a blast with Connect Sports, and I am thinking about Connectimals, getting Connectimals for them. That was a typo, oh. by the way, because Y is next to T, so it should have said but they. 
So that's why. Oh, um, there you go. By the way, I'm, by the way, by the way, just on that note, I'm not even allowed to play the game, right? With the sound on, if Millie's upstairs and can hear it. <laughs> so, okay, well, Damn. yeah, won't even like play shooters with shooting that's why you got headsets. I know, so that's yeah, what really. I don't you have turtle bitches? Yeah, no, no, no. But just like say it, like while Kay's getting her ready for bed upstairs, and I might play half an hour or something while she's giving her a bath and stuff. Meanwhile, my niece yeah. and nephew, they love Halo Reach. Uh, <laughs> there you go. I'm not even allowed to. She's not even allowed to hear it, let alone see it. So I don't know. Um, it's, it's up to them. I played games like that when I was young. I turned out fine. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's up to the parents. Isn't it? Well, you you say that, but you know we might not agree. <laughs> well, look how Chinny turned out. Yeah, look how Chinny turned out. Exactly. Kid to end like Chinny. Yeah, twelve o'clock at night. I'm doing a podcast about games. I'll turn it fine. <laughs> yeah, um, I also have a que- This is Jerry again. Uh, I also have a question uh, that you guys could answer if you want. No, we don't want to. Fuck off, Jerry. No. <laughs> Only joking. Only joking. Anything. This is egg timer topics. <laughs> Whatever. I had um, a little backstory before the questions. Oh, I listened Christ. to a few other... There's a backstory. <laughs> but we haven't got to the best email yet. Get ready. Get ready. All right. Every, go, stop interrupting me now. I've got to read this straight. Uh, I listened to a few other podcasts. All right, I'll stop interrupting you now. That just the VG. I listened to Major Nelson because I like the feeling of having an inside scoop on Microsoft. And because I think the hosts are pretty interesting... I also listen to Cheap Ass Gamer, mainly for the humour. I also like official Xbox magazine because they have a different look at games due to receiving many of them early or as an early exclusive. I like veteran gamers because you guys uh, seem to really know and enjoy your games. But you have to balance them with your normal life, very similar to what I do. Uh, I am about the same age as Stu, uh, but I am cautious about what games I buy. Kind of like How can he see the, the keyboard to type if he's 97 years old? I know. How rude. Uh, he's cautious about the games that he, he buys, like Duke. One difference between Duke and I is that I won't buy a game I know is awful just because it is cheap, like he <laughs> did with Nia. Uh, <laughs> but I didn't buy that just because it was cheap. I yeah, you did, you liar. Yeah, you just bought it because it was cheap. He's like, the reviews are probably wrong. I'll buy it. Oh, this is only well, $15. I, I said the reviews are probably wrong. I didn't know it was awful. I mean, I suspect that it was probably Paid awful. professionals are probably wrong. Yeah. Okay. Um, but similar in that I rarely will buy a game when it first comes out. You could say, uh, I feel like I can relate to you guys a little bit more than other podcast hosts. Uh, do you guys have any other podcasts that you listen to regularly? Uh, what are your reasons for listening to them? And do you use them for show ideas uh, or get, get any info from them? Or any other reasons. Thanks for taking the time, Jerry Timberland. Thank you very much, Jerry, for your email. And it was a pleasure playing with you. You can play with me or Ben any time. Oh, that's really nice. He's a nice guy. He was a very nice guy. Yeah. So, other podcasts. I listen to quite a few, I've got to say. Um, I listen to quite a few. And, and I, never, to, I never steal any ideas off any of them because I, I would never do a thing like that. <laughs> Um, no, most, <laughs> no, to be fair, most of the show feature idea things just come out of my head, usually. Yeah, except for Egg Timer Topics. Which except for Egg Timer which is... Well, oh, so, so fairness, um, you did openly admit that you stole I did, it. I did openly admit that I stole Therefore, it's fine, because who cares? Yeah. 
I did. I did openly admit. No, I very rarely, what I try to do, and it's interesting, when I listen to other podcasts, I try not to ever talk about stuff they're talking about, as weird as that sounds. Uh, well, you don't want to be, you know, you don't want to do the same thing other people are doing. I mean, that's going to I think if you can do it in your own way, then it's fine. That's going you know, to. If you have something unique to contribute to the discussion, hey, go for it. You know, with news, that's always going to happen because obviously, yeah. you know, we're all going to talk about. For instance, we haven't been talking about the PSN because everyone's been talking about that. Yeah, exactly. No, but that's why we kind of don't really cover news in a big way on this podcast. No. You know that a lot of podcasts. Like, if you want to listen to gaming news on a podcast, there's thousands. But then fuck off. <laughs> unsubscribe. <laughs> um, but we we kind of like. We 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 uh, very early on, Stu. Like we kind of thought of like picking a big topic and then. And we do uh, that. I mean, we don't. I had got one in it. mind. I did have one in mind for tonight, but due to the nature of the emails we got for the end of the show, I knew yeah. we couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, because we wouldn't have time to talk about but it. Usually, so I'll we, save we, it. We, we we like get our teeth into like a, a juicy topic and kind of. Yeah. We, you know, we did the normal what you've been playing, which is everybody likes to hear people talking about games in general. I think. Um, yeah. But like the kind of crux of our show is really. He's kind of like a nice juicy topic, and then that's it. We don't really, we don't hang on the news as much as other podcasts. I think we just kind of dwell over it and move on. So. Yeah, I mean, interestingly, no. I mean, the only, I mean, I mainly listen to quite a few of the um, community stuff. You know, I'll listen to the Play Vault and listen to Dave moan about something on there. Uh, <laughs> Dave you, doesn't moan. What are you talking? You know, about? I obviously listen to you guys on the Overseas Connection. I listen to the BGM show, which I really enjoy because I just like the change in. You know, oh, God, I feel like we're podcasting with Duke now. Um, I listen to the Gamesman, and I like Steve's take and his, his you know, measured Steve, approach to everything. Steve Conger from the Gamesman puts so much... Like, I, I, yeah. I speak to him sometimes on Skype, and he's, he's such a nice guy, Steve is, and he puts so much effort in. Right. We plan it like for a day or two. He does the whole week. He's like, oh, okay, I'm thinking about it, and he's like on top of his well, game. I mean, like, he, he's, oh. I, I went on his show for a golden eye. Um, uh, podcast like because you know I loved Goldeneye. Do you want to do you want to come on? I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. She's okay. Make sure you research and play the game. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't know me well enough, Steve. Um, so I, I just watched a few YouTube videos to kind of get myself in the zone. I didn't play it again. You man, uh, but like. It, it, it's, it's, you know, that's a great podcast. Oh, yeah, carry on, Stu. What other podcasts? So, yeah, I listened to that. Listen to, obviously, the Play Vault. Listen to Games and BGM. Uh, games, damn it. Yeah, look. Yeah, listen to some community podcasts. What, like, what kind of, like, um, you know, professional, like... The only the only two. I only listen to two now, really, out yeah. of the more professional, which is Games, damn it, which is the one right. I've just mentioned. And IGN Girl Fight is the other one I listen to. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I quite like Girl Fight. And, and one of the hosts on there really liked Nia, by the way. So which one? Which one is it? I can't remember which one it was, but one of them the was cold. saying... The she's the main host. Like. Yeah, one of them liked Nia anyway, so even if you don't, <laughs> somebody liked it. Somebody. Oh. And I've, I've recently started listening to the, the lag cast, Lousy at Gaming. Uh, is that on, on iTunes yet? Yeah, you can get it. You have to ask him for the link. I've got oh, it somewhere. I'll pass it to you. It's one of the yeah, worst but, but, right... I've got to just say this, you know, and I really like the show. It was a really well done show, you know, a lot of sort of bit like us, really. A lot this of banter. The real default, the real yeah, default. yeah, a lot of banter, you know, sort of game stuff. I haven't listened yet, sorry, dude, but you got to. Yeah, I mean, we go off topic a little bit, you know, but these guys were totally all over the place, you know, but done in a good way, if that makes yep. any sense. Yep. So sort of it flowed. The only, only thing I'd say, I don't know what was going on with the, the latest episode, but there was some major audio issues. It kept crackling and it happens. coming in and out. But it was for nearly the whole of the show, which isn't great when it's going uh-huh. on and off all the time. It does like happen. That. 
Yeah, so unfortunately... Yeah, new show still out, what episodes are uh, Number five, I think they're on. Number five, well, number six. Yeah, they're still, you know, they're still... Yeah, some teething problems, so... Yeah, just just hopefully they'll get that sorted out because that was the only criticism I would have. But the actual content, I really enjoyed. It was it was good. It was a lot of fun. It was a fun right. show to listen to. You know, that's so that's your podcast, Duke. Yeah, that's me. Um, mine is uh, the Experience Points podcast. I really I listen like to listening to that. I listen to that. I think, I think they're good. really interesting guys. They know what they're talking about. They obviously love games and have a long history of playing them. And uh, they just have good points of view. You know, like they have. It's a good discussion, and the two of them have a good chemistry. You know, they work well together, and the pacing is good. They, and they always have a lot um, of guests on as well. And I think we we're not a podcast that have guests. Yeah, uh, we do guests and right. You know, um, it's 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 interesting because they'll go for a long time without guests, and then they'll have like four shows in a row that are all yeah. just interviews and, and discussions like with guests and stuff. Different like ep- like websites and blogs. And yeah. Stuff. So it's I, you know it's it's I, I really look forward to it. So I think that's really good. And you know yeah, I listen to a lot of the stuff on the VG Hub. So uh, yeah. Anything I don't else? tend to listen to any of the professional ones. Like I used to listen to One Up once upon a time, but then they stopped doing it, so well, I didn't make the switch over to the other one. But we can confirm. That's the and the other thing is that. I mean, I've got so many other podcasts that I listen to. I mean, I got these like four philosophy ones, and then there's one about there's one called Thinking Aloud from the BBC, and uh, a couple from the Australian radio. And would you shut up about Spinoza? Duchess always has to come in with the whatever. <laughs> um, yes, the Breadcast. Thank you, Bread for the World, which is this nonprofit organization, also has a podcast. Well, they made bread. Uh, you and the Duchess <laughs> should get a room or something. They're talking about the difficulty of oh, getting I food get it. I was joking. It was everyone's a joke. Like, <laughs> it was a joke, all right? I know. It's a hilarious joke. I haven't heard it at all in the last week. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> anyway. Uh, um, yeah. So anyway, the point is that I, I you know, I got to choose my podcast very carefully. I got a very limited amount of time, man. This is like to and from school, and that's about it. So. But I also, I, walk the dog. I also listen to quite a few music podcasts. So that's the other thing I listen to a lot of. Like dance. Oh, I'll get that. I, I, if I listen to music, I just... Nobody's it's free. It's free and you get an updated show every it's week. It's free apart from the one-time signing fee of £42. <laughs> yeah. But you get new music. You get, you get cool tunes every week, right? Yeah, you should try them, right? Okay. There's a, there's a couple of... I'm not into dance music, though. Well, there's Grant, Grant Nelson's house call. If you like dance I music... Do, I don't like house music. It's really good. And there's internet radio that's free. Why wouldn't you just listen to that? No, because I can listen to this in the car anytime and I don't need a connection. You've got a internet. fucking radio in your car. <laughs> well, they don't yeah, but the, the radio music like sucks. Let's yeah, they don't play stuff like this. Yeah. So that's why I listen to it. I listen to a few of them. and they're really yeah, you can't, It's hard to find house music. And there's another great one called uh, Radio 538 Dance Department. That's excellent. Really, I, That's one I've found recently. It's very, very good. So try that one out, Duke. Give it a whirl, man. Give it a whirl for some. No, Chinny, what do you listen to? Music. What do you listen to, Chinny? Uh, another one of Duke's recommend. Actually, Duke didn't recommend this to me, but he just kind of said it, and I was like, "I'll take credit for it." Uh, the Brainy Gamer. Oh, that was a yeah, really, that's a good one. That's a brilliant podcast. I love yeah, that. He hasn't done it in a while, which is why I didn't think of it. But um, yeah, the last one he did was in May the nineteen ninety six. Jeez, seriously, yeah. that's a long no, time. May, May what? The <laughs> May, May the fourth was the last. Time. Okay. Oh, it's not that far. It's not that long yeah. ago then. Uh, but you know, he's 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 an academic, so you know. He's... April the fourth. April the fourth. Is it four four eleven? Is April? Oh, yes, the 4th. It's it definitely is. April the fourth. That is a long time ago then. Uh, Jeez. But he's uh, he's he's really good. I, I enjoy yeah. it. And, uh, yeah. It's, it's it is as advertised. The brainy gamer. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it makes me feel stupid. Um, <laughs> 
Like Duke. Duke makes me feel stupid. Uh, well, that's just Duke. because the neurotoxins in your brain are going under a you know neurological. Uh, I fucked it up. Yeah, I don't feel. Anyway, stupid. anyway, right. that's that's all cool. Yeah. But right, we're running out of time, and I've really got to get this last. I haven't email. said anything. Well, I'm oh, saying it's tough. We're running out of time, man. That's Whatever. It. I listen to the Bugle so... Experience podcast. Oh, Bugle, yes. Uh, Friday night comedy from the BBC Radio Four. Uh, the Gansman, of course. IGN. I like IGN podcasts. Screw everybody else. Uh, the Joystick Podcasts. Uh, That's finished, hasn't it? Hasn't Joystick finished, I heard, recently? No. Someone said something like that. Maybe I've misheard or missed Uh Occasionally, I'll listen to Magic Nelson, but sometimes it kind of does my head in. Yeah, I used to, but not for a long but, time. So, but he does have great interviews on there. So, yeah, yeah. you know, interviews like the writers from Portal 2. How can I miss that? Um, but all the, the silliness, like, I can't really stand it. They're, they're so loaded, those guys. Like... Imagine, I'm sure they're lovely people, but they go, "What new gadgets? Have you got this week?" It's like, a gadget for me is something that it's like a big deal. If I buy a gadget, it's like an amazing event for me, right? They buy one every week. Yeah, they do. Every week, it's like, oh, I've got this like iPad now. I'll tell you the other. What? The other one I listen to for a bit, but it's a bit in, you know, not always irrational interviews. They're quite good. Oh, yeah, I do listen to that, yeah. But there's not that many in these. When they do come out, they're very good. Yeah, they are very good. Um, Randy Pitchford was the last one, I think. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty good. Uh, Weekend confirmed. I enjoy Gonnett Lee, even though he screws up his words a lot. I think he's great. Um, yeah, and of course, you know, the Play Vault and BGM yeah. and all the other stuff. It's cool. The Gamesman. Yeah. Right, okay, here we go. I'm going to try and read this as quickly as possible because we've run really right. long again. I tried to finish the you know the middle section of the show early so we wouldn't run out of time and we're running out of time again. So much for that crap. I know, it didn't work. So here we go. This is from iPete, and I'm going to try and keep this as this is quick as possible. Here we go. Okay, I'm going to take a deep breath. Here we go. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, For the last few weeks, I've been planning to write you an email about the effects of capitalism on gaming. But after hearing your views of Brink and the last show, I felt compelled to share my own opinion instead. Uh, Before I talk about anything else, I would like to quickly address the obvious problem the game has, uh, so we can get it out of the way before discussions uh, start. Lag, yes. Brink shares even with this with Team Fortress. It's the same kind of lag, where you can't even move. All you can do is spin around on the spot and dream about being able to chase the enemy uh, that has just legged it around the corner. Uh, The developers have already released an update trying to address this issue, uh, which has helped a little bit, and they have announced another update coming soon, which should eliminate lag altogether. Along with the news, they have said the first DLC coming in June will be free as an apology for the online performance, so they are at least trying uh, to help the situation and hopefully this will improve. Uh, Several of my closest friends, myself included, brought Brink at release, and we have had the same experience with it. Even online friends who I've asked for an opinion seem to follow the pattern. The first stage is pretty similar in the experience of buying an mildly anticipated game. It's all new and shiny, and there are new mechanics to play with and new things to learn. So you run about for a bit and shoot a few people, and it's all good. Uh, But the next stage seems to be the realisation of monotony, uh, created by a recurring cycle of spawn, run, die, spawn, run, die. Uh, You don't fully understand the hood or the multitude of unlocks or why you keep getting your ass handed to you. The frustration kicks in and it makes you want to give up on the game and write it off as something that could have been great. Uh, This is when people stop playing and reviewers and podcasters talk about being fun, but far short of great. 
Uh, but if you don't give up, and for whatever reason, power through the next stage of the game experience, you will realise why some people are calling this one of the best first-person shooter games ever created. And every negative view you have of the game will become a positive. Let's have a look at the smart movements as an example. Uh, before the game came out, the movement system in the game was publicised as being one of its strongest points. Then you start playing the game, expecting to be running and bouncing off walls by pressing one single button, which is simply not the case. Especially as you don't even unlock lightweight characters for seven levels. So what they didn't tell you was uh, that if you use the face buttons A for jump and climb and B for crouch and slide and combine these with smart instead of relying on it alone, in no time you'll be jumping and sliding around in combat without a second thought. It really is fantastic once it's second nature. Let's also address the choke points people have complained about so much. These are moments where the designers are saying you can't just fight your way through this bit. This is when you switch class or flank around the enemy, or go off and capture command posts to boost your team and tip the scales in your favour. Uh, the other problem which people seem to be fixating on is the weapon unlocks. Complete three challenges twice and you will have unlocked every weapon and attachment. This takes about an hour and you'll never have to do it again. People are saying that's no fun, but please realise that Brink isn't about weapons. They use this system to guarantee you play the training missions and then you'll have every weapon to customise and play with. This is because the heart of the game and what you should be putting all your effort into is unlocking the abilities, not weapons. I've heard none of the press talk about the aspect of the game at any length. I believe you, the veterans, only mentioned abilities in a couple of sentences when really this should have been 80% of the discussion. Each ability is more than just a skill. It's a major game-changing feature. For example, did you know that an operative can hack an enemy turret, then control it in first person from any point in the map? Or that once he is incapacitated, he can detonate a cortex bomb implanted in his brain? Or how about the engineer who can place a gatling turret and two landmines and defend the point entirely on his own? There are about 50 abilities, but each character you create can only have a maximum of 20. So it becomes a game of which abilities you will choose for your character. Do you want a lightweight operative specialist who can infiltrate the enemy team with speed as guys? Or maybe you want to create a massive medic uh, with a minigun that can wipe out countless enemies and once he dies can use his unlocked abilities to resurrect himself and continue the massacre. Uh, then you can take this concept further and start mixing classes. Uh, most maps have two primary objectives, so why not create a character that is equally good at two different classes so we can go wherever needed? Really, I could continue talking about abilities for hours, but for your sake and the sake of your listeners, I won't. The main point I'm trying to get across is that you shouldn't give up on Brink. If you can get through the stage of frustration, you will find an amazingly awesome gameplay experience. In fact, I am so confident, Duke, this is to you especially, I bet you. Ten Can I talk now? If he's talking to me, finish. let me finish. I bet you ten bucks that if you keep Brink until you have fifteen uh, level fifteen character, you won't want to get rid of the game. What do you say? Anyways, thanks for reading this. Assuming that you did, you guys are still my favourite podcast. I Pete. Uh, P.S. Stu, as you're the finest podcast editor in the land, I've included nah. a code for a fetching set of pom poms for your <laughs> avatar. If you don't redeem the code and apply it to your avatar, I take this as a personal insult, and my gifts aren't good enough for you, and there's the code. PPS Chini, have a fantastic time in Spain, and you're right, I wasn't in Back to the Future 2. Uh, so there you go, God lovers, I got through it. Wow. Thank you, Pete. Phew. So, yeah. Duke, go on, now you can talk. 
you, you know why I didn't mention all that stuff about the different opportunities and the different classes? It's because I didn't have a chance to do any of them because the game is so buggy and laggy and stuff. And I mean, I, look, I agree with you. There are some really cool things that they've worked into the game. I think we all agree that it's yeah. got a lot of potential, but it's just it's such a shame that it doesn't live up to it because it can't. Yeah, but he made it. He made do. He may get I'll, I'll take him up on his offer. Sure. I mean, you know, I'll, so you I'll try that challenge. 15, a level fifteen character, and if you like uh, at level fifteen, if you like, oh, this is great. Like, if you change, you say, you know what? Look, everything I said wrong. Look, Brick, he's brilliant. He's, he's, he does reach <laughs> his potential. Then uh-huh. ten bucks. Well, I'm not. Put, are we putting money on this? Did he oh, say he anything just, about money? I bet you ten bucks. Oh. Um, yeah, he did. He did okay. pay ten bucks. Like, All right, like, fine. It's ben, on. But you oh, it's go, on. No, didn't like it. <laughs> oh, it's on. Didn't like it though. So he'll they be honest. Still be honest. Still. Yeah, he'll yeah, he'll be honest. He'll just say he didn't like it, whether he did or he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that that really is all the emails. Thank goodness. Cheers, pigs. Uh, that took Thanks a while to get through. Are you going to wear your pom poms, Stu? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll do it. I'll do it. You oh, know, I don't. Yeah. I don't argue. Um, now, interestingly, and this is going to sound really weird, right? Uh, but I'm going to go off and get my iPod Touch. But at the moment on iTunes, and I don't know whether you can bring bring yours up, Chini, and just check it's not on my end. Uh, but all our actual reviews have disappeared at the moment. So that we did have two really? new reviews. But it looks like I won't be able to read them at the moment. So I'll have a look. You have a look. Um, Duke, you do your shout-outs while Chinny's looking. Off you go. Okay. My shout-outs include, uh, we have a new member on the site, Mike Hardman. <laughs> cheers to him. Um, also, cheers to Chinny for taking care of the playdate while I was gone. <laughs> yeah, well done you, Chinny. What? Do you know what? So Do you know what else? Week. No, listen, listen though. Do you know what else? I love the way that you, you know, because you did tell us you'd put up a post on Friday, so everyone knew well enough. I'd I'd put it up on Friday. I said I'd put it up. Yeah, not sure. <laughs> I think you did say Friday. I think you did say Friday. Just a minute, like, I can check his email. Just bear with me. Yeah, you, all right. You carry on. I will check his email. Go and fucking check it. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah, go did on. You, you carry on. I'm supposed to keep going. All right. Yeah, so next going. Friday, next Sunday, whenever. Uh, the 29th of May, we are going to do uh, Team Fortress 2. And this time, I do mean it. I'd expect the pikey to go down in a fourth. There you go. Uh, yeah, this, this is this is Chini's email, just to just to prove this right. Hey, guys, about Sunday's play date, I'm afraid I can't make it, so we'll have to cancel it. I'm filming the end-of-year Aston Villa match and can't get out of it. I'll put up a post on Friday saying it isn't happening, blah, blah, blah. One week won't hurt. Some biscuits, Chini. So you're a liar. You did say Friday and you did. Whatever. You were wrong about something, yeah. dude. You were wrong, dude. Um. Anyway, uh, yes. Yeah, so the next play day is going to be Team Fortress 2 on Sunday, the 29th of May. It's going to be awesome. Come on by. Check it out. I'll be close to being done with school, so it'll be big and exciting. Um. What else? Uh. What am I doing? Oh, yeah. Uh, Raw Finch sent me an email because... I guess I had been hucking him about Portal. So he sent me an email saying, Just finished Portal. Love it. One of my favorite games. I'm going to get two now. I want cake. So cheers to him for finally playing Portal. And I oh, hope you like it. Portal 2 just as he much. He will love it. He'll awesome. love it. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be very interesting to have like the entire Portal experience all at once. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would be yeah. cool. That would be cool. And my final shout-out is to a Redditor. You know, I'll go to Reddit at all. Yeah. yeah Reddit's uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, this Redditor's name is Zazius or 
whatever it is, uh, because he posted a picture from, I guess it's mycrisis.com or something. It's this website run by Crisis, and you need to verify your age. So it says, we are legally required to make sure you are 18 years and older. What is the image below? And there's a picture of a video cassette, and it's just a box for the answer. And you have to type in like what it is, what it's a picture of. So I thought that was really funny. So cheers to him. I don't get that. What? What? It is what? It's a it's a video cassette. It's a picture of a video cassette, a VHS video cassette. That's funny. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. I, I didn't so get the it. Joke I didn't is get it. that uh, people under the age of won't know what a video cassette is. Right. Uh, sorry. I get it now. Yeah, that's funny. I like it. I, like it. I didn't get it. I didn't get what you in meant. In ten years, it'll be CD. It made exactly. it sound like you were saying you type on the vi- the picture of the no. video. Yes, oh, and then you put the name of the video cassette on the video cassette. I get it now. With a virtual sharpie mark or biro, as you call yeah. them, I guess. I get that. That's good. No, it's good. Yes, it's good stuff. Yeah, I get it now. So the only other thing I have left to say is, <laughs> if you like this podcast, podcast, there is another site you should check out, which is called vghub.net, and on there you find a bunch of links to other video game podcasts, oh, yeah. similar in vain to ours, but different in the way they're uh, delivered. Some have all kinds of sound effects. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe. Come on. No one says that. And, of course, you have links to, you know, great forums. You don't have any other friends. So, check it out, vghub.net. Ladies and gentlemen, point of the GED class discovery. of... Excellent. Is there any point in playing that clip anymore? Because <laughs> sure there is. Like sure there is. New to the podcast, he's listening. Go. What is that jumble of mess <laughs> I play? Is there that? Yeah, well, I'm going to make hub.net. That's it. Yeah, I'm going to make my shout out real quick. Thanks to all the listeners. There you go, and the emails and stuff. Even though I always sound really like grumpy. Out. Yeah, grumpy that we've got loads of emails. But yeah, thank you to everyone. Oh, for emails. emails. Thanks for writing. Yeah, keep sending them in. Podcast at veterangamers.co.uk. That's podcast at veterangamers.co.uk. Dot UK. We might even read yours out. We get time. Um, Chini, have you have you got the iTunes reviews? Are they on yours? They're, they're not there. Weird is that? What is that all about? It's so the latest one is January twenty ninth. No, there's nothing showing on mine at all. There's no no re- no. The latest one I put on most recent reviews is January the twenty ninth. We've had re- reviews since then, right? Oh yeah, no, we've had two this oh. week. Oh, we've had two this oh, week, yeah. but unfortunately, we cannot. I, Duke, you have a try from your end. Change yours oh, to. Oh wait, a I'm on the American one. Wait oh, you. Oh, out loud. Sorry, sorry. What do you like? What is it, Ross Clark? Yeah, Ross Clark. What does you, that mean? I have I no idea. Clark. You don't want to know what it means. Yeah, you don't want to know. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I was once told what it actually means, and you don't want to know. <laughs> I'll go to the UK one then. Yeah, you go to the UK one. Yeah, stall, stall it, stall. Well, it. we'll stall and add even more time to this. Oh, I put it in the Google. The thing that comes up is Ross Clark Facebook. Join Facebook to connect with Ross Clark and others you may know. Uh, Stu. Yes. The latest ones I can see is the twenty-first of May, which is very recent. Yeah, and one before that one. There's none the, showing on mine. How the weird 12th is Twelfth of May. Yeah, the, that well, right? read those out. We read the third of May. Have we read? No, we've one? read that one. It's the most two recent ones that we haven't read out. Okay, so on the 12th of May, uh, someone called PowerPill808 says, The only gamer podcast you need! Five stars. This is the funniest, most informative gamer podcast on iTunes right now. Well, that was that was 12th of May, so it might not be now, but it was then. It isn't uh, after this week. <laughs> from Duke's random mad sound clips to Chinny's typical... <laughs> 
Careful with the brummy, Pepper Pill. Careful <laughs> with the brummy. I'm not a brummy. Oh, no, okay? it's fine. Just get off. Oh, it's off. With typicals, uh, with uh, Ch- Chinny's typical brummy wit all held together by Stu's calm, controlling style, although I think he's slowly being corrupted by the other two. True. With news, opinions, and the banter between the guys, the two-plus hours fly by, not forgetting indie reviews from Vlados and Surface Lizard's weekly opinions. And must listen every Friday. There you go. I want Britain to be back British. <laughs> I've got them up now. I closed iTunes and opened it, and now they've appeared. So I'll read the other oh, one. Now. Now right. uh, the other one now. They, they, I don't know. I don't understand the title of it, but the title is Mister. just Mister Mister Claw from. Uh, maybe is that? I don't know. From Vast Vast nineteen seventy eight, uh, and he says this. He says. Uh, excellent banter and informative. I especially enjoyed Surface Lizard. His offbeat topics and interesting music choices really add to the show. The show could probably do with a bit of trimming. Well, it definitely feels like that this week. As <laughs> as two hours is a big chunk of time, and I can honestly say I've never been bored listening to the boys. What are you complaining for, then? Yeah, stop complaining. Uh, they also do a good job of dealing with the most important stuff at the start, so you can stop listening when the big <laughs> review is finished. <laughs> Cheers, lads. Keep on trucking. So, if you well, just listen... Things, yeah. like, one of your... I've bought an I pod thing i know <laughs> that's the most important thing it is do. the most important i like that it's definitely well, right we do, no but we do talk about kind of like if we played a game that we all want to talk about then yeah we about. yeah we got the important yeah. stuff out at the beginning and all uh, the rest is superfluous everybody wants to know what duke thinks about golf <laughs> <laughs> you know i've always wanted to use that word during a podcast superfluous there you go i've used it again how about that oh, that's, yeah that's a good now, word will you be able to use haberdasher no um did <laughs> I know. Any 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 actual shout outs, Ginny, for you? Anyone? You uh, I'll shout out to Walker's Crisps. Excellent. We'll like that. Shout out to Harmer Simpson. Brilliant. And Woo-hoo. shout out to. I don't know. <laughs> that'll do. That's, that'll do. No, We've got to go. We've got to go. That's his name. All right. Uh, we like it. Sh- <laughs> we go. Right. We've got to get the hell out of here because, like, you know, we've got to go. So, bye. Peace. Thanks for listening, everybody. Why don't you? Why don't you? Why don't you? Why don't you just switch off a television set and go and do something less boring instead? See